Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 53. Today's guest, I have Sergio G from his podcast called Dude from Los Angeles. This guy is super cool, humble, down to earth, good energy. He loves the LA scene. He's into MMA uh, fights just like Mega Man. Um, he loves cigars, craft beer and wine, of course. He loves skateboarding, graffiti, and he loves different types of music. And um, I had I had Sergio on because uh, when I did his podcast a couple weeks ago, um, I was getting a lot of feedback from um, other uh, podcast listeners like No Father, No Problem, and, and also some of the podcast people who listens to my podcast. And um, people were telling me, like, man, you got to have him on your podcast, so... You know, I send I send out the Mega Man signal, and he responded now, and uh, he did my podcast, and uh, it was pretty good. This episode was pretty good, and uh, I hope everyone likes it. And um, I just want to say, um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Chris G from Small Town Cali Podcast, Bermeta uh, Tassa, shout out to Chewy for for letting me and Sergio do the podcast over there. Uh, Shouts to you, Chewy. Um, Angel from Let Me Know Pod and uh, Chinook and Frank. No Father, No Problem podcast, man. Check out all those podcasts. And uh, to me, I had to to bring Sergio on this podcast because lately... um, I've been trying to go more to the um to East LA because there's a lot of um a lot of good places to eat, coffee, food and everything. And um it's just I don't know, I just love the East LA scene, you know, and uh, I don't know for some reason it just the vibe, the energy, it just it just I don't know, I just something just touched my heart. And um you know, talking about Having Sergio on my podcast and talking about the good old times and and East Los, um, you know, even though I lived in Wilmington, but for him talking about like the good old times and and East Los, I was like thinking to myself, you know, who would really really like this episode? Uh, Frank and Chinook from No Father No Problem because all they do is talk about the good times in East LA, and uh, yeah, so it was like I was like I was just thinking about them, so um, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and yeah, so let's get to it. Enjoy. Dude, that's it. I'm nervous, man. I'm clamping up. That's it. <laughs> I want to be the worst podcast guest now. Oh, you? hell no. We, only, we, got, we got someone who was the worst podcast. Oh, for real, dude. Oh, yeah. I won't mention name, but this guy did not let me talk. Oh, then not letting you talk is, I feel like, sometimes a little worse than the people that don't talk. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what? You made my job easier. Yeah. Just by ranting, by just making that long rant. But if if, if you can't talk, what are we doing here? You know, it's like, I, you know, do you want me to draw for you? I know. I was telling this person, he was, uh, it's like, dude, this is how the podcast starts. This is how it is. It's like, okay, I got it. And mm-hmm. he just overtopped me. He was just like nervous, like, yeah. and I heard it. I was like, "Fuck!" But I, good. but back then, this was in the early stages. Oh, that I didn't true. tell him. Like, look, 
do this, do that. He would just, oh, fuck. I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, dude, there's, you know, there's periods. Yeah. You don't feel like that. Right, right. But he was just, yeah, I won't mention, but he's like, that was the last person I have. And ever since then, I'm always, I was like, don't ever do that again. He was over talking. I hate people over talking. Those are those are the tougher people to kind of get those messages across to the ones that need to hear it, right? They're really? like, yeah. hey man, you probably talk a lot, right? You ever had people who are dead air? Oh yeah. I have, we're having a little bit of dead air right now, but that's fine. There's a, we we're not supposed to be so active uh-huh. with our with our freaking, you know, conversation. You know, it's, it's a little dead air is fine. Oh yeah. Dead air is fine. It's kind of like refreshing when you have a podcast, have a and you interview another podcast cuz we know the system. Yeah, that's true. And we go with the flow. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. Because you talk to somebody that's like first time on the mic. Yeah, I had that happen recently when I went to that that Four Corners uh, media thing or whatever. They threw me on the camera for like Vista LA or whatever. Uh I'm still waiting to see the video. I think they probably realized how ugly I was. And they were like, nah, screw that guy. He's not coming out on the internet, you know? Oh my God. I don't don't know. I'm just, but I'm thinking, you know, like as soon as the camera went on me, dude, and I had to explain some stuff, I was like, oh Lord, this is, you know, like, all right, got some lights, you know? Damn. No, but I knocked it out. I tried, tried, you know? It's good. It's probably a little too. Is this like maybe because they're too shy or they're maybe too private? It's practice, right? Practice. It's probably practice. Yeah. You know, so. I always be like, and people like always tell me like, what, do you pick your people? Of course. Yeah. Is this? It's not because like if they're good, good people. It's the people who I see if what they're making changes in society or people who I see like, oh, this guy is blowing up. Oh, okay. All right. Dude, the only thing I'm blowing up is the restroom, brother. <laughs> I don't know what kind of changes you think I'm making. Nah, man, nah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's like, I think dude, I just got lucky. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say thank you for doing my podcast and everything. I mean, I did yours. I was getting all the feedback. Uh, Shouts to No Father, No Problem. But there's a lot of people who are saying, sending the love. Like, dude, that was a good episode. The vibe was awesome. How, how crazy is that? Like, no, that... That person from No Father No Problems or whatever, we we uh, both Garfield High School graduates. He's from '93. You know, I'm like from I think 2006. That's how much weed I did back in middle school that I can't remember from two. I think it was 2006. And, and like 12 years ago, almost 12, 12 years. years ago, man. Yeah, dang, try to tell me that. Oh, it just shivers, right? Just shivers. Was well, a lot of hot ass girls at Garfield. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, at the time, I'll, you know, I'll be honest. I think I was I was dating some girl from um, Immaculate Heart High School out like on Western and Franklin. Yeah. You know? So it was like near Griffith Park, and to me, you know, that was that was the 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 coolest thing. You know, I was like, oh, screw all these hood rats and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, because and, and that's the reason. That's the reason I didn't go to like East LA College. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, I'm going to Cal State Los Angeles? Yeah, or Cal State. Dude, I got in without even applying. Cal State? Yeah. They yeah, just sent you, me there. You like, didn't have to write the letter? I for... write shit. They are like, here you go. We got a C for you. You, you know you're going to, you know you want it. Because mm-hmm. everybody from Garfield's going. Same as, I think, UC Riverside. Oh, shit. Yeah, they gave me like a, hey, you want to come? Mm-hmm. You're accepted, so. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was yeah, like, that was definitely very beautiful. Very beautiful women at the time and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah, it was it was a it was a different time. Probably not like the eighties, like, like the nineties. Sorry, uh, like the no father, no problem people. Like mm-hmm. you know, out there, man, it was freaking quebradita, and it was like 
you know, high, high-waisted pants and just... Everybody was having a baby back then, for sure. Well, wow, <laughs> yeah. pull-out game was whack at those it times. Was horrible, man. Yeah. You think it's because it's LA because there's like a lot of Catholic churches that like don't, you know, like. Nah, I think it's kids are stupid. I think because kids are stupid and kids out there fuck. Like it literally comes down to it. They're not shy about it, you know. Fuck. They're not shy about it, man. They're just down to just do it. To me, I was... white kids do it too, but they get abortions. Oh my! Or God. they suck a lot of dicks. Like I, white girls. Jewish girls, man, mm, suck a lot of dick. To me, I see as like if to me, I always see like having a baby is like an eighteen-year credit card. <clears throat> you have to pay payments for it in the next eighteen years. Yeah, man. What you you know you got? I don't know how much you want to say it, but you got one on the way. Shit, like yeah, um, I, I won't mention it, but well, it's a gender reveal party. But I seen it. But my girl was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, I bet you it's going to be a girl. Or I was like, I don't know. It could be a boy. It could be a girl. Yeah, you know what, man? People talk a lot of smack about the gender reveal party, but I, I kind of like it. Don't overrate it when you see those TVs, like a they, grenade that pops up and you burn the whole forest down. That's true. You heard about that that's one? That's true. That did oh, happen. That shit. That did happen. Oh, my God. Just, come on. Just make it basic. Th- th- there's always those memes, right? Like, you know, remember when the doctor would tell you both and you would go the you know, go home and then call your parents and that was it. That was Fuck, it. You know, man. that's all you do. You know, my, I had a cousin recently. They had a daughter. The whole time, though, they, they were given, like, reports up to three months that it was going to be a boy. So oh, wow. we gave her all kinds of blue stuff, you know, boy things, you know. It's like, for you know, they already had two daughters and stuff. <laughs> and at the last moment, bam, girl, dude. Maybe he, maybe because the baby was like That's in a certain say. way, was so That's there was no say. dick. Yeah, it was very. It was like <laughs> supposedly it happens more often than not. So I know, man. Yeah, yeah. my girl still hopes up with uh, with things like we're gonna have a girl, or uh-huh. who knows? I don't know. Dang. But I was like, well, just have my five bucks ready. Yeah, oh, dude, that's what you gotta do. Have my money ready. Why is it that when when people like when women think, oh, I want a girl, then that's actually a boy, or mm-hmm. when women think, oh, it's gonna be a boy, it's actually a girl. Well, it's fifty fifty percent. So mm-hmm. that a lot of those are anecdotal evidences, uh-huh. you know. Like yeah. You can't really. You can't really go based on what like your aunt said about like how she or gets like, it right all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, or like if people, well, oh, you have to eat this to make a boy or make this. So I know a guy that told me you have to do it like on one leg, wearing one sock. Oh on the my god, like, that's how you make a boy. Urban legend. It's just so many things, man. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you gotta sit on a block of ice for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you get, do you ever want to have kids? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. How many? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Definitely one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's the, good. One, I don't know. One's going to happen at some point. You know, when I'm getting married, so I feel like, you know, it's... Congrats. It's going to happen. When's the wedding? What I'm going to do in a month. In a month. You now, nervous? I'm not as nervous as I thought I'd be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think for the most part. I'll be honest. One vagina for life. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the yeah the one vagine right the one you get the one vagine I don't think that's what I'm thinking about I think it's uh, you get, I waited so long to have kids man I know but it's like you had to focus that's good because how old are you right now uh, 31 yep, that's 31. perfect I think it's a good age to I'm have barely kids. 31 though I feel like a, but that's a good age kid. to have kids like if you're 31 to 35 it's a good age to have kids you wanna. When you're 18, you're finding yourself. When you're eight, after you're eight, after you find yourself, you get the job, you get everything, you get all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you get married, then you have a kid. Yeah. You want to get your priorities. You want to get everything situated first. Yeah, man. It's weird. I, I usually, 
like when, when I'm hanging out with other and I say I was gonna say white people. I was gonna say <laughs> when, I, when I hang out with white people, I literally goes like, "Yeah, I'm 31. I'm gonna get married. Probably gonna have kids after." They're like, "Oh, you don't have kids?" And I was like, "I know. I'm just as surprised as you are." <laughs> Probably I'm, I'm Mexican. I should have had kids right out of like as soon as I got my Garfield diploma. They would have been like, "Oh, here. By the way, you have a kid." <laughs> <laughs> Probably Huntington Park kids have the kids at 15. Oh, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how I know, man. I got a lot of heat for that yeah. shit. I didn't tell you. I, I tell off air, but I didn't tell you about that. I got a cup. I got a, oh, three or four people be like, hey, we got to talk to Huntington Park like that. Because like, you're shit and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that. Somebody has to suck, man. Somebody has to suck. Is it go back to the high school, how the the whole thing with Huntington I, Park? No, I, you know, it literally goes back to one French teacher named Miss Carmen Arenas. And she Fucked would, up, French girl. And No, she French teacher, my bad. Oh, and shit. She was, and she would literally shit on Huntington Park. And I, sorry, I continue to curse on this podcast. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. You can cuss if you want. Oh, no. This no, is I just, I, yeah, I, 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 I want to fucking cuss. Be I just, yourself. I just don't want to say the name of that city. And that's You can say city. it. I don't I care. Don't, I don't want to because it's cursing and it's and it's vulgar. And I <laughs> and I don't appreciate that kind of language. No, it's okay. Nah, man. You, she would always talk about those, those knuckles, you know? Just everybody growing up out there. Uh, you know, it's not even growing up out there because people grow up out there and it's not their fault. It's literally just just the fact that hood rats would go down there to just do them like potreros, you know, was down there, whatever. What, what's out there now? You go to Pico, you go to Pico, and you go to iguanas, right? That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty Nacolandia right there. I just went down that certain busy street where Diana's is. That's it. All right, see. Yeah. I mean, I just went over Pacific. there to go eat. Damn, there's something there's something about certain places I don't like. Sorry, that one city. I just don't like your city. I don't, man. If they gave me the key to it, I would literally throw it in the ocean. Wow. Yeah, but that being said, I like certain places. Like, I was recently at the at the freaking Piñata District uh, on Olympic mm-hmm. in, in downtown. We bought a freaking Piñata. And and I had a I had a cantarito, you know, with like maybe four shots of, of cazadores and, and, and so much so much toronca that could like melt your face off. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, you know? Like how how do I how am I legally and it's totally illegal able to buy an uh, uh, alcoholic beverage and walk around looking for a kid's piñata? Like where does this exist? And you know what it exists here in America. Mm-hmm. And that to me is not ghetto or not wrong mm-hmm. like how freaking Huntington that Places, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm telling you about it's that. Just, it's just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just I don't like it. I don't <laughs> no, like it. I think it's backwards. <laughs> no, I, don't I think even... it's how white people look at Louisiana. You know, oh, <laughs> That's what it is. They're just like, oh. it is what it is. I mean, is yeah, is. man. I mean, I only been there just maybe twice, but just mm-hmm. go to go eat or anything. But I just pass by. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing really out there for me. Go Southgate. I know. Not Southgate. Yeah. Yeah, true. I just go stick with Downey. Downey's, yeah, Downey's gotten weird. It's got. I, I lived in Downey and I was upset. I was like, really? They stole my uh, my tailgate for my truck. What? Stole the tailgate and then to another neighbor, they stole all his rims and tires. No way. Yeah, yeah that would be all nice. That'd be a nice area. It and it wasn't nice. It was in front of the golf course. What? I kid you not. I was literally so upset. I was like, they don't do this shit in Boyle Heights. I've literally left my Honda Accord. Open, you know, windows down, and nobody steals shit. Probably need it for his fucking tags. That's what it is. Probably fucking cheapskates. Cheapskates sucks, man. Fuck, sucks. man. I was gonna work. move over there to Downey because 
me and my girl were looking at places to go move to Downey right there where they have the the right there by the Coca-Cola distribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in that area. But yeah. there was two like two bedrooms for like almost twenty nine hundred dollars. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I can't do that. We we're saying there was pretty expensive also. I might as well move to Pasadena. Pasadena? No, we might as well, because the prices were not that different. Pas- I went to Pasadena, it's nice. It's nice. It's also kind of whack, right? It's yeah, there aren't that much breweries out there. Or or fun. No, it's all nothing like that's like tourists. Yeah. They have a lot of sushi places. It's the kind of place you go to just be at home and watch Netflix and, and that's a tall bill every month just to I don't know, be next to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like I, I wanna find a certain city where it has a lot of dive bars, breweries. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Long Beach is where I guess we'll just stay in Long Beach because yeah, like yeah. where I where I live at right here there's like breweries here uh-huh. there there's dive bars on, I mean I have everything convenience you have a mechanic places you have food shops everything was this well you know yeah I get it. it's and it's cool you know you know it's, dude it's I only paid I only paid nine ninety five here oh my god damn for a bedroom and a half see at Downey I was paying fifteen fifty for a one bedroom I was way smaller than this. What? Yeah, it, you know, it had an apartment complex pool. Oh, yeah. It was in front of the golf course. Yeah. I, I guess. And I was the only person who wanted to get this place because no one wanted to get it. Oh. It's in the hood. It's not in the hood, but it's, it's a little in the hood. It's Dude, a hood. I, you, you're like, why did you park so far up the street? It's because I turned and I got any parking. And then I saw a cop. <laughs> I saw a cop and I was like, I'm also wearing my Dodger hat, you know. I got my freaking Ray Bans on. He looked at me and I was like, well, "I'm gonna keep making a ride and I'm gonna leave." Well, back in the yeah. day, this used to be the the the, the worst street of all of Long Beach. Really, cherry. This used to be drive-bys every fucking day. This used to be well, where you're at right now in Long Beach. This is Cambodian town. Oh yeah, dude. And the Mexicans are on that side. So if yeah. all the Cambodians are here and you see it, man. You can't be wearing a shaved head over here with your Mexican logos. Oh, man. You get shot up. Those Cambos, those Leos, man. Those yeah. Laotians will come through, too. Oh, yeah. The oh, Carson right. Laotians. Yes, I think. Real? Yeah. But, I just guessed. <laughs> yeah. It calmed down a lot where uh, it's now like that. So it's now this is all Mexicans. All the Cambodians moved out. Yeah. They're all moving where whatever side went up. But this is all Mexicans now. So it calmed down a lot. Yeah. It, you know, it's strange how everybody, you know, talks about, like, how Asians are, you know, just... The, the minority that is working the hardest and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and getting to all these big places and then you have certain Asian groups like the Cambodians, you know, or or um, Filipinos that, that are pretty much in the same situation as a lot of minority groups. Uh, right? There's a lot of, this is like the second city with the most Cambodians of all the United States. Yeah. And the second, the first one is Lowell, I think in Boston. Really? Yeah. And now it's Cambodians and they're all, they're cool and everything. Mm -hmm. But over here in Long Beach, it's all diverse. Yeah. You have whites, blacks, Cambodians, Mexicans, you know, uh, gays, lesbians, trans, trans. I don't know if there was a, there was a little gay town down here. It's over here on Broadway. Yeah. It's all nothing but gay bars and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know until you hit the crosswalks and you're like, you're hitting rainbows, you know? Yeah. You hit all that stuff. Sometimes when my cousins, uh, they live up north. They come. They have gay pride over here. Oh, okay. Then I take them. Like, hey, cuz, you know where these places? Yeah, uh-huh. we go over here. Even if you're straight or you're gay or lesbian, you can still go to the gay bars. They're cool. Yeah. But people yeah. always stereotype like, oh my god, gay guys hitting on me. No, motherfucker. Everybody like, thinks they're the shit. No, <laughs> gay guys are the most pickiest guys, motherfuckers. They like if you're they don't, don't know. Yeah, yeah. They have their tastes. 
You say that, man. I, I worked with the gay guy for the better part of nine months, man. Every single day he was harassing me. Like, it was before the Me Too movement. This uh-huh. guy was trying to just get in it. Trying to get in it so hard. Nah, just didn't I have a gay it friend so hard back in the day. Well, with. we still talked to it. Uh, he's married now to another guy. Mm-hmm. But this gay guy, man, my boy, I can't mention his name. But he had so much girls. Really? He's like, dude, I got a girl for you. He was like, he was like, but I wish, like, I wish I had, a, I wish he was my brother. Yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. My, my gay brother he was super cool. He never hit on me. He never did this. He was like, like a brother. So I told him, like, dude, I wish you were like my brother. I wish you were my brother. And he started it's crying. The they, they know. They know, but they, they know, know, they know like, some ladies, man. Yeah. No, but they know some ladies. They'll, they'll hook you up. Yeah. yeah. I go, I'm in the, even though I live in Long Beach, I go to, to the dive bars, I go to everything. There's times I go to gay car, gay bars because my friends will be like they're DJs. Yeah. Back in the day, we used to go whatever. And the weird thing about it, I'll get hit up. Oh yeah, dude, and, you got that bear. You got that and bear. And they do that right? psychological thing. They're like, "Whoa, if you're a straight guy, what are you doing over here? Are you curious?" It's like, dude, I'm just supporting my boy over there. They're guys, man. They're just trying to get it in. They're aggressive. Yeah, of course they're aggressive. I went. My you friend was into the nest. I know. There's a there's a, a place over here called the Falcons out here on Broadway. And my, I was at the time I was dating someone, and we're, her, I think her friend was DJing. We we're walking to DJ, whole bunch of dudes, and they were grabbing on me, like "What's up?" And they gave me that weird look. Well, I went that night. I didn't know what night it was, but I found out it was Latin night. Oh well. And they were dude. grabbing on my leg, trying to get some salsa, grabbing <laughs> on my ass, grabbing on my dick. Like, what the fuck yeah. you doing, bro? Yeah. Like that. And dudes, man. And the weird thing that there would be girls there who are straight girls. And I used to tell a girl, like, hey, you want to dance? Like, huh? He's like, what? You're like, you're not gay? It's like, no, I'm straight. And he'd be like, and they would like turn me down because yeah. they would want a gay guy to dance with them. Thinking yeah. like, oh, I could turn this gay guy into a straight guy. That's what you should have done. That should have been I rule number up. one. I didn't know, oh, man. man. But I don't want it. But yeah. And you have to at least kiss one guy in front of them just to kind of throw them off the scent. Be like, Ooh. His breath tastes nasty, and but, but then you're back in. Oh, and you're back in. I can't you know? do it, dude. Boom, boom, boom. I know, I can't either, man. I can't. People, yeah. I'll give to this day still, gay guys hit on me still. But I'll be like, dude, um, I already have a girlfriend. I, I, I applaud the compliment. It's all good, bro. But like, dude, thanks for the thanks for the offer. But dude, I'm straight. Yeah, damn. Wow. You have to be like that. You have to be straightforward. Because some of the gay guys, the gay people here, they're very aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> trying to get, trying to get in. Even, <laughs> they're dudes. <laughs> even there's a lot of uh, gay people who who drink a lot of craft beer. Okay, I was okay. like, oh. it's a subset. I have. Well, you know, people drink craft beer, so I'm I know some of them like the kiss dudes. I know, yeah, yeah. but it's all I'm love and stuff because um, a lot of my family um, they live up north. Uh-huh. Um, I have a lot of gay and lesbian uh, cousins. Yeah. So when they come to Long Beach, they come to the gay pride. I'm like, hey. Wild. Yeah, they go all go crazy. Like, wait, what's a good place to go to dive bars or breweries and stuff and everything? Yeah, man. Same. I got I got some gay cousins that, and just I, you know, I think I should stop mentioning them because I talk about them and I'm like, Ugh. you know, just I don't think they've. One of them has definitely come out. Like we all know he gay. Yeah. The other one is like fighting it, man, in the closet, kind of, sort of. It's it's a little sad to watch. It makes no sense. It's but, just, to me... I mean, we're, we all know. Just yeah. like, let's move on. I think, to me, it's just it let, it, it's like let it be. If, like, if if you want to come out, just let it be, you know? Yeah, now we're real, living in now. People are like, dude, just be yourself. Yeah, you know? it's real strange, though, I think. People don't the, want to. They want to hide in the closet. 
maybe they, you know in that case you know it's like they, they really can't you know they're they're restricted by family you know so tied in with family and and it's it's unfortunate to see man because if if say i mean if you really like driving honda cars you know if you all you wanted was a civic but your parents were just no you drive this ford and it never felt right that you were in this freaking that's ford a good point f-150 yeah and then just it's like, man, we know you like Honda. <laughs> you know go. the weird thing about it is we're talking about when when did your podcast were, you know, you know you were in the Central Valley for a little bit, and yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like gay people over there. It's very Central Valley is weird, weird. Yeah, it's really it's the only place you go and you you hear more. All you hear is Mexican country music or country music, country, country music. music, country music. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a strange place to be, but it's it's as diverse I think as up here, it's just smaller groups of people. Yeah. I mean, you could go to Fresno and and you know, you have you have adjacent cities like Clovis or something like that that are Yeah. Man, you, you I think you'll find as much diversity as you do here. Yeah. Uh, it's just everything's all separated like the next city over is like 30 miles. 20. Yeah, 30 miles. That's Damn. a real thing. That's crazy. It's a very man. real thing and then yeah, how how far do you have to drive to meet random dick? Like here, you could just walk down the street, you know? They might hit you and be like, okay, well, he's not gay, but I guarantee you 10 days yeah. later, they're going to hit some gay guy. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Dude, that is crazy. You can't do that in Merced. But yeah, man, but living in, like, over there, like, always, my cousins, they always tell me, like, dude, like, I want to come live over in Long Beach. Like, why? Because it's not safe in NorCal or Central Valley. So it's like, why? They do, like, what? Because they, they do gay and lesbian gay bashing. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, well, that's why, you know, I always tell them, like, what's going on Long Beach? Man. That's really unfortunate, especially yeah. how close a lot of them are to, like, uh, San Francisco and, mm-hmm. yeah, and down here, right? That's one of the reasons why I moved from NorCal to Central Valley, to, to Southern California, because it's so one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And over here, it's like, you can be your, you be yourself, be open, you know, yeah. and be how you are over there. They just, they're still living in the old school era. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the old, like the we're still hearing from your grandma. Well, don't do this, be this. They're still mm-hmm. living that old school way. Mm-hmm. And now, now I see where the old school and the new school are like bashing together. To see, you know, a lot of you see a lot of millennials who are always talk about entitlement. Oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. They don't respect their mom and dad or their grandparents. But we're like, we're going to be the last Mohicans to tell them like, hey, you should do it this way. Yeah. You know, but they don't want to, they don't want to work hard for it. Oh, man. Now, those those years of working hard, I I feel like we're going to get overrun by, by legitimately hardworking, you know, tribes from other countries, you know, whoever that is, if it's, if it's hardworking, you know, Taiwanese kids, you know, or, India. or, or Indian kids. Yes, I, I said that yesterday. Really? I said that yesterday. I was talking to somebody about raising kids, right? And uh, I talked about my brother and how he's like, you know, he just had a kid and he's like, yeah, you know, we got to move to a, a place maybe that has better schools. You know, he just recently bought a house. Yeah. You know, it's things that you're, that you're doing, I think, to raise your kid better and give him like the best opportunities. And I was like... I'm going to, I'm going to, my idea is to move to Compton. <laughs> Compton? And, and, and I want to, I want to raise them around, you know, a, a, a safe amount of uncertainty, you know, and, and, and danger. And, and, and if reality. Uh, yeah. I mean, because, you have I, to. I, because if they're meant to thrive, I feel like they're going to thrive anywhere. And to thrive in a place like that, you know, it's. I feel like the advantages are even more so. When I just, when I'm the, the no father, no problems people, I was like, where'd you grow up? And I, I grew up here. 
no way I grew up right there, you know, up the block, you know, and oh man, that's crazy. I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that, that a lot of these places don't give you opportunities or you can't strive. If you're meant to strive, you're going to work hard for it and you're going to yeah. get it. Yeah, no matter where you're planted. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times I feel like if you grow up in a place with a lot of opportunity, you just sink. You just sink because it's all around you. and, yeah. and, and or, or you try to catch up with the Joneses. Yeah. And, and you spend your whole life looking for happiness and things that offer none. I know. Right? The new the new Jaguar, the new uh, Patek Philippe watch. Yeah. You know, the, the house in, in Hermosa. You know, a lot of those things are good to strive for, but they don't lead to true happiness. Right. Right? Yeah. So, well, when I was like young, um, I always had dreams, but with my mom and my dad, when they were divorced, mm-hmm. my dad was never around and my dad was more, my mom, I'm sorry, not my dad, but my mom was more like hard on me. Mm-hmm. So she was always see her as a dream killer oh, where yeah. like I had dreams like, oh, you're never going to mount to anything. You're going to do this. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to go to college. I want to do this. Like, why? And this is a thing. It messed me up for years. And he's like, well, I, and she tells me why. And I told her, like, well, I don't see you as college material because you're stupid. Oh, yeah. I was like, why would you say that to me? Yeah. And I, I didn't go to college. But now I realize that I'm 30, like, when I'm 39, I'm going to go to college. You know, like, I want to I wanna go into com- computers. I want to mm-hmm. go into doing accounting. I want to start making my craft beer. Like my kids now I have, like I want them to start focusing on computers with technology. Because I feel like down the road, there's not going to be no labor. It's going to be all robots. Math and science, yeah. Yeah. Math and science are super important. But I'm super dumb at math and science. Uh I mean, not for science, but I'm terrible at math. So, I mean, you know, honestly, if somebody looked at me and was like, you're kind of dumb at math. Sergio, I, I took algebra six. Do you know my times. little one right there? The one he just met? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing see, he's doing high school senior stuff. Oh no, calculus. See, that's what you have to push. Yeah. Well, he's he only goes like he's gonna go next year once a year to Cal State Dominguez. Oh no way for college stuff, and he's only he's gonna be in fifth grade. Dude, man, yeah. Uh, you know how people could buy stock in, in companies? I'll buy some stock in your kid, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, you're going to do all my paperwork. Yeah. So, like, to yeah. me, it's like I want my kids to be themselves and be free. And, you know, as long as you help me around the house and as long as if you, you know, do your homework, listen, and do all this stuff, uh-huh. they're good kids. Yeah. You got to teach them, like, stuff around the house, you know, it's help important. out. Don't be lazy. Yeah, it, it really is important, man. I, I didn't understand the idea of chores until until college, you know, when I was faced with people that did way less than oh I did. Oh, my God. And people that did way more, you know? And you find yourself going, like, what is right? What is, you know, the, everybody's doing what they are accustomed to, mm-hmm. you know? There's uh, people who are dirty and there's people oh, who are hoarders. Oh, there's, there's some people. You're just like... What the no. hell did they teach you at your place? You know? Exactly. It's really bad. We, me and my kids, when me and my ex, we broke up and we're moving around and mm-hmm. we saw a lot of things we shouldn't see, but there was uh, some hoarder people and we're like, and I always, when, that's why you see my house, I have it very clean. Yeah. I like, because I, it's very basic. I don't like yeah. to be a hoarder because mm-hmm. who I might be moving. So we always clean. Like before we, before you got here, we we're cleaning. That's cool, man. We're like team up. I call them at seven o'clock. They, they get up at seven thirty. Like help me with this, this, yeah. this, and we're cleaning because there's people when I have guests on. I always want to make it when you have when you come on. I want to make it like a home. 
Dude, this is very cool. Yeah, it's the combo, cool. chill. I got yeah. beers. I got water. I got oh, everything wait. ready for you, dude. Fucking pros out here. Dude. I mean, dude, you. I always spoil my guesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is great. This is way <laughs> more comfortable. I mean, I had you out at you know the little patio <laughs> pasa. Hey, it's all, hey, it's all good. <laughs> I took we're bringing service to I us. I know. I didn't tell you uh, last Saturday. I took my girl for the first time at Bermetatasa, mm. and Tui was there. We like we had some uh, empanadas. Mm-hmm. We had the spinach uh, chicken, and I was like, "Dude, I love this place!" Like I'm telling you, man. Right. Yeah. She loved it. Yeah, there's there's something about. Um, I've known Chewy for a little bit now. Um, there's something about the way he goes about it that's just pretty warm. You know what? My girl said the same thing I said to you in your podcast. Mm. I don't know what it is, but it's the the energy or the vibe when we go walk into and Chewy's he's so like he talks about coffee my girl loves coffee oh yeah and like, like is she Mexican? yeah okay yeah, yeah. what part of Mexico do you know? if her parents are uh, uh, where they make the that uh, uh, Ostaca Deca uh, Ostaca Ostaca no no no, no uh, what's the Oh, I don't know. Oh, they, it's not they make that. They make that beer. Australia. Estrella Jalisco. Jalisco. Yeah. Oh, Jalisco. Yeah. She's from Jalisco. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, 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 man. My parents are from there too. Yeah. Yeah, from uh, tequila and stuff. <coughs> Shout out to Arenal. Yeah. What's up? Como estamos, compas? Como disfrutando el cascabino? Yeah. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that's one of the most adventurous parts about going down there is that he will break down Mexican coffee for yeah. you, and uh, it's a good deep dive in, into just a lot of people's. Yeah, like, God, you, who, you know, who would have thought we we also produce really good coffee? Yeah, he was talking about it, and my girl said to him, "Chewy, mm-hmm. you should open up a coffee shop in Long Beach." Mm-hmm. It's like, you think so? It's like, yes, I love your coffee. I love everything. Yeah, yeah. The food. It's the customer service that mm-hmm. got to me and his kindness. Mm-hmm. It, you can just win people over like that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to replicate that too, right? You don't see it that much at coffee mm-hmm. places. They're very yeah. arrogant and stuck up. Yes. <laughs> here in Long Beach, I'm like, I I don't go to coffee places yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah. I was like, when people, and when I, when they heard the podcast, I didn't mention you, there was a coffee place. It's like, hey, you drive, you live in Long Beach and you drive all the way to East Olos to get coffee, but you can't come over here. Uh-huh. So, well, yeah. I was like, well, why? Like, well, it's because of hospitality. Mm-hmm. He's super humble and cool. You don't get that in Long Beach. They're very stuck up over here. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times they think that they're doing you a favor by charging you $5 for their, you know, cup yeah. of small coffee. And they don't talk. They don't talk. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Chewy is, I, dude, even to this day, there's times I still think about Chewy. Like, I see what's up on Bermetatasa. Like, when you said the vibe. The last time I've been to Bermetatasa when they did an open uh, open show or like, you know, like meet and greet at, at with Felipe Esparza. Oh, yeah. At the yeah, old yeah. Bermetatasa. Like the old one, yeah. When you go downstairs in the That's parking right. lot. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and right there, because I had done a podcast with uh, Daisy from uh, from Capullo Cafe. They're the ones that took over that space. And it's, I think they had a recent article that described them as, uh, as like the Boyle Heights living room. And it makes sense when you walk in there. They they did they did something different with their space and what did they do? Uh, they just it looks like a little like a little vintage living room showcase. Because when I went inside, it was very small. Very small. Got to go back on Tuesdays. You could play your own records, whatever you want to play, and uh, you know they make they make great coffee. They get their coffee from Patria Roasters in like near Compton, 
and you know it's a lot of Central American blends and stuff like that. That's it's actually really good. So I like how they kind of continued the whole thing. I was I always felt kind of weird because we used to always hang out in the back and do podcasts or and when podcasts were done, like in the shooting. back outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when they have when you go outside, you go over the door and the they have the patio space. Ooh. They redid that. They redid. That I don't also. know. It looks really nice. So what do you do with the parking lot? Like, you can have little <clears throat> parking outings, like still, little. Still a parking lot. Yeah, they could still they, they still have their events. Um, yeah, so it's it's still it's it it became its own unique thing that I feel happy that I can just say like I still love them both. They're they're both individually great people. That kind of a deal. That's the coincidence. After we uh, we went Saturday to Permanentasa, where the old Permanentasa was, there's a little Mexican little hole in the wall place to go eat. Oh, okay. We were there. Oh. Because uh, should we recommend? Yeah. It was bomb. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's right there, the yeah. last building, right in that little. Right before you go into the alley. Yes, yes I know. it was bomb. Hard to beat. I was like, we were eating there, like had some steak, had some rice yeah, and beans. Sure. We have uh, chili. Uh, what's it called? Chili chili uh, chilaquiles. 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 Yeah, yeah. She had that. I was like, you gotta learn Spanish, man. <laughs> hey, I am a super coconut all the way. What's there's nothing wrong with that, man? There's nothing wrong I with know. that. I, I I think people front on. You know the fact that you have to like all these things. You know what's crazy when I when I just said that I was on Olympic buying a piñata, I saw hipster Mexican kids buying a piñata and it looked fucking awkward. It looked like kids that would argue that would, that would yell at people that didn't speak Spanish yeah. and would be like, you know, why don't you know any Spanish? You know, whatever the hell. And, and I was like, dude, you do not fit in with these real Mexicans from Mexico right now. Like you, you don't, you don't, you, you, you're projecting this weird, this weird. I don't know what's going on with you, with your whole, with your whole style. You have, you have no connection to what it's like to be a real Mexican, and that's fine. We're, we're, we're not. <laughs> we're like the, di- we're the diaspora. They were saying like. <laughs> This is fucked up. Felipe Esparza from the What's Up Food podcast. He was talking about when these hipsters come, they're coming from New York. These are not hipsters. These are New Mexicans from New York. These are, called, these are Puerto Ricans. They might as well be. <laughs> and, they, and they love black beans. And I like refried beans. Same, dude. Same. Dude. Oh, dude. High five on that, dude. dude. This past weekend, I had freaking um, frijoles puercos. Uh-huh. So I had chorizo in them. And I had cheese in them. And they were refried. And they were freaking phenomenal. At home, I eat these... Yeah, better for you. Black beans, soupy, and I and I and I, I haven't had beans like that in a long time Dude. since I moved in with my girls' parents. They they do they 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 do things different in an indigenous garden. Uh-huh. And um, I was so happy, man, when I had these fucking. How's your parents? Wait, well, your your girls' parents? They cook like oh man, they go they go off. No, they eat healthier. You could oh, tell, oh, but that's man. not what I want, man. I'm not trying to live forever, dude. What am I? What are we you want some cassada? I want some cornisada, man. Fuck yeah, man. I want. I wanted. I wanted freaking real beans, you know. Yeah. Frijoles, fritos. I wanted a bunch of. I wanted six, seven tacos. I ate. I think. I think. I kid you not. Oh my gosh. I farted so much. It was wonderful. I would. My girl, uh, (laughs) her dad made some corn salad with some fried cactus. Oh, yeah. Like, not chopped up. Like, I was eating that shit with rice rice and beans. I was just like, and the next time she made some mole. Oh, dude. But I like my mole with the meat with chicken. She made Uh mole with chicken. I was like, I don't like it boneless. That's a smart move. I like boneless. I I just can't do the bones. The yeah. bones give it flavor. I get that. 
and, and it's hard for, it's hard I'm hard pressed to say that you, you know you got to take them all out but yeah yeah sometimes you just want the freaking meat you know just give me the meat you know dude I love it and my girl was like dude you don't have to tell me. Like, I had some of this but now like how your mom makes it her mom, her mom makes bomb ass food yeah I get so like dude I can't even lose weight you can't man it's like, dude, I want to be fucking fat. That's all. I need to. I need to be toned up. I need to work out. It's nah, like, man, there's no keto diet for Mexicans. Dude, it's <laughs> like, dude, you're making me so fat. I can't even see my dick, dude. No, dude that's, you, better, you better eat those molas that give you more dick. Juice. Oysters, that. man. Oysters. Take oysters. Those. Oysters and mussels. Oysters, yeah. Oysters, yeah. Or, Maybe that's an urban uh, myth. I don't know. Or, I heard that the 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 stuff that makes your dick hard is oysters, of course. Mm. Mangoes, pineapples, salaries, red uh, chilies, mm. chilies. It, it has all the blood flowing. Oh, that makes sense. And all that stuff. Turmeric, uh, yeah. and what else? Uh, 80, was it eighty-five or seventy-five percent cho- dark chocolate? Oh, okay. And okay. all that, or red wine. Ah, oh, dude, I, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Man, one time I had the biggest dick ever. It was, and it was, and it was like at the freaking. It was on a full moon out at the beach. It was. Even I was impressed. I was like, holy shit. Because <laughs> usually on the water, it fucking shrinks. It shrinks up. It was cold, you know? It was cold, but it was. It showed up. I was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so full moons, man. I, I, I would add that to the yeah to the spectrum. But, I, man, I got yeah, I got giant nuts, man. It sucks. Yeah. yeah I trade a little bit of nut for a little more dick, but it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work like that way. I was hearing it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was hearing the Joe, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast when people go overweight, oh, it's yeah. like people who are skinny yeah. where they have long dicks when they get overweight, their dick gets pushed back. It's true. It's true. And people don't believe me. Like, no, that's not true. Like, it pushes back. Because you get that, you get that muff. You get that yeah. muff. Of, like, uh, what is it called? The fupa. Yeah, fupa. Yeah. And they say if you want your that that, that size yeah, again, that they have to do weight. surgery. Oh, they gotta cut the tendon. open it. So all the bone that you have back then, they have to push it up. They cut the tendon. No, they cut the tendon. Something, like, something like that. Fuck, dude, that's yeah, scary, like, man. That's on, uh, some somebody died, right? Somebody died doing something that. like doing it. But that's a, because they wanted to get his big regular size. But even though you can work out, your dick's gonna be like that forever. Yeah, man, it's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm, you know, I'm surprised I've gotten as much as I have. Yeah, me know, too. With with what I got, I'm like, oh, cool. Personality <laughs> works. Fucking peacocking out here. What's up? My girl, she, she clowns on me, dude. My girl's just like. <laughs> Dude, like, I like how your dick is, but sometimes it's like a turtleneck, dude. Yeah. It gets small, but what the fuck could happen to this girl like a chia, oh, like a chia pet, dude? Like, wounds, man. For yeah. Wounds are that oysters. That's how it is. That's how it is. But she's like, don't see? That's what happens when you talk shit, talk you know? Shit, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> is that it for the first segment? Jesus Christ. We're not even done this. We're not even done. No. Dude, I even tell you about the beers I got you. I want to crack another beer. Dude, which one? Pick whatever. So... People, what is this? Every t- oh, oh, that's a tracksuit. That's from Sandbox Brewery. Yes, they're from Montclair, California. That is a hazy double IPA beer. Son of a bitch. Yeah, we got some hitters in and here. And this is one I, I got. That's from. Oh uh, I, I wanna. Which one you want? There's Brewery Taru, Tracksuit, uh, Mike Drop, and uh, but oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do this one. It's just eight percent, so I feel. Shouts to Sandbox Brewery, uh, Montclair, right. California. The tracksuit. Um, I don't think they're gonna make any more of that, but that was their last four pack they gave to me. It's a double uh, hazy IPA beer. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's a double hazy. It's got Citra. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I hate it. I hate saying that name. That hot Motika. Yeah. 
and Rakao. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you can taste the citra for sure. Yeah, it's like pretty good. That. Yeah, in my experience, man, usually drinking a lot of citra, like uh, Modern Times makes one called uh, Booming Rollers. Mm-hmm. Drink a lot of citra makes your shit smell like fucking just death. <laughs> like yeah. the next day, I don't know. I don't know for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe if you have that on Fricones Puercos, it's the worst combination, but. Uh, for the day after drinking it, it's it's phenomenal. But. Yeah, some of the beers I have, I um, I can drink maybe two 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 cans a day or whatever, okay. just whatever. Because some of the beers I have, sometimes they're elevens, eight, seven, six. You know, That's true. Yeah. And I always have a high tolerance. You know, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I like to drink the strongest of the lightest. Really? Yeah. What about yeah, you? You said that. Um, I usually go just based on on style style um i mean i like I, I will never i think change the fact that i like ipas mm-hmm. i like a good clean west coast ipa yeah all day. oh i didn't that. i didn't tell you look under this can right here what's the code date what does it say oh i say uh <laughs> shut the fuck up shut the fuck up who says that uh Beth duran has uh shouts to Beth duran he did a collab with mo from uh, aerolage brewery oh yeah and, he, and he put like hey if you don't like this beer look under the can shut the fuck up it's crazy man and that's a that's a huchata milkshake double uh ipa beer it's, <clears throat> it's sweet as dude try this yeah, try it if you want dude It's true. It tastes like horchata. See? Yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon from that the mic drop one from Arrow Lodge. Yeah. And this one too. This has cinnamon. Yeah, I know that one pretty well. That one. This one will fuck you up, dude. I enjoyed that one. I. What do you think about that one? I really like. I honestly, I thought it was one of the best um, hazy can releases from Indie Indie Brew Co. Yeah. In a very long time, like I mean, not a very long time actually, but it's just one of the. This is like. So good, so good. Yeah. I, mean, I like, I like all of them. El Primero, I like, um, what is it? Bad and Boozy, which was their uh, barley wine. I thought that was that was really good. Which one that for? They what? made a barley wine. Oh, uh, for, for their anniversary, yeah. Really? Uh, but I thought this haze. Oh, no one walks in LA. That was another one that they created, and that was really good. But uh-huh. uh, this one was fucking just delicious, beyond good. Yeah. So I don't know what part. Um, you know, Beer Thug Life has to do with creating some of these beers, you know? Um, with Beer Thug Life, uh, shouts to Beer Thug Life, had him on my podcast. He is very anal and very picky with the beers that he makes with collabs with other breweries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's a beer that, of uh, Sandbox Brewery, but he did a beer with them called Hasteca. It was oh. like a oh, double... Yeah. The hazy one that was yeah. really good, yeah. and I, I want that beer, but they don't make it. So I was doing a podcast one time from this guy, this rapper from Orange, Orange County, Oak Creek, and I, I sent a message to Sandbox Dude. I'm coming over to get the last four pack. Mm-hmm. I went there like maybe two hours, and they already left already. Really? And I went there. I was like, I came all the way over here, yeah. and it was like, God. and I, that's why I met Juan for the first time because he follows my Instagram, my podcast. Oh. I was like, dude, I just came for the Azteca, dude. If it's a four-pack, whatever. I think, in a way, he felt bad, but he gave me, like, here, what's this? I could, I, I have, this is, this is like, I don't know if this is my last one, but here, take it. It, it was, a, awesome. he just gave me a can. It's awesome, man. And I drank it. I was, I, I had it. I was like, dude, thank you so much. It was a four-pack, but it's okay. He gave me a can. Yeah, dude. That's... And he had it on taps. Oh, there it is. But it's like, I just had to try it. Yeah. 
because I always want to get when when I have people on my podcast, I support them all the way. Mm-hmm. Like when you're doing my podcast right now, mm-hmm. you're family automatically. You're family, uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna support you no matter. Same what. man, same. Whatever you need, dude. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, yeah, you, dude. Good. I mean, you, you invited me in your clean home, dude. <laughs> yeah, you have all your beers and everything, and and like that's the thing I always when when I talk about your podcast, you know, yeah. like. When I said to you, when I said your podcast, I, I want to be honest with your podcast, but after we're done, I'm still going to be myself. And that's how I am. Yeah. Like, I just want to be all, like, love. Yeah, I don't think you've changed from how you are on the no, podcast to how you are now. I'm always going to be humble. Yeah, I mean, for how you are. Even after. if your podcast gets big, or my podcast, I'm still going to be the same. Are you thinking about the podcast getting big? Is that a thing? Big time. Yeah? I'm more, <coughs> I'm, I'm getting more hungry. Yeah. Oh, hungry for sure. Hungry. Hungry. I might have critics and say like they say like oh, oh your podcast sucks. Okay, then why are you listening to me and criticizing my every every episode? Yeah. Or like you know like I don't listen to like people like that. Every time there's a picture I posted a while back, Mm -hmm. but when Joe Rogan had Red Band as when they first started in the garage and how they are now like Joe Rogan's podcast, that's my dream. When I see that, it's like, hey, if they can fucking do it, I can fucking do it. Yeah. And a lot of people criticize me. Also, why are you doing 25 to 30 episodes in two months of craft beer months? Mm. Why? It's like, dude, you're just you're just watering down your episodes. But you're putting out, this is craft beer months. And I get a lot of craft beer people like, hey, when do you have beer talks? Well, I'm spoiling all my audience for them. I'm going to breweries. I'm having special guests. I'm having beer talks. I'm going to help out home brewers who make their beers at the house to get their name out there. I'm doing whatever I can. I love craft beer. You know you love craft beer? I love craft beer. love craft beer. And if you had a, something like that, I would listen to it like, oh, shit. Yeah. And so be like, well, Megan Man talked about this indie brewery. I want to go there. Yeah. Or this or whatever. That's what I want to do. That's I'll, true. I want to help each other out. I want to help out those breweries and those names to get out there so they won't be forgotten. Dude, it's crazy, man, how how much, you know, just beer has brought people together and, and how much it's brought about all these Oh yes. you probably wouldn't have otherwise heard about, you know? No matter if you're black, Mexican, white, whatever, dude, if we all come together as one. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Salvadorian just for whatever reason. Fuck, <laughs> fuck it, dude. Don't say Mexican, right? Fuck it. What's that one with the half? A couple of Guatemalans in there, you know. What's Some that? What's that beer that has like, the rooster on it? They call famous beer. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about, it's right? A rooster, gallo, no? They have it at North Gate Market. And it has to be gallo. It has to be that, yeah. A long time ago, I, I met I met their sales rep at a Guatemalan beer. beer. Yeah. I like Indio I, beer. Indio man, oh, dude. I do Bohemia. If I'm doing if I'm doing beer, like Mexican beer. Bohemia all day. Or, or Or Carta Blanca. I love Carta Blanca. I haven't had that. Oh, dude, I could drink Carta Blanca all day. And I'm not even upset about it. I feel a little shame when I have Modelo. And I have Modelo, I just feel like it's like, okay, I'm being a fucking just regular ass beaner. Like, like there's no, there's no, what's your, there's no nuance to what's me. Your, what's your, what's your Mexican beer? Bohemia. Really? Bohemia is the classic. It's so good. I also oh, like man. Negra Modelo. I had Bohemia one time. Yeah, Bohemia, you know, it's one of the best pilsners out there. Um, Bohemia. Yeah, but I, I'm down down to drink for the most part. A lot of things. I like barrelitos when I go. When oh, I'm that's down. good. Yeah, but it's also 3.8%, so you could drink them all day and not get drunk unless you're a, a baby or something who mm-hmm. doesn't know how to drink. 
But yeah, 3.8%. Barrito's the way to go, but you're chilling by the beach. <clears throat> Carta Blanca, if I want flavor. I love a, honestly, the best combination. You, you know, Saturday, one o'clock, you're in downtown. You have a Carta Blanca and a freaking shot of the best mezcal from Guerrero or, or you know, Oaxaca or whatever. And you're chilling at Las Perlas, looking at people drive by. You see the red line going through, uh, you know, 7th Street or whatever that street is uh-huh. in front of Kohl's. Uh, classic French dip, you know, like that's that's what you want. That's what you want in life, man. It, it comes down, you know, you could change that combo up. Maybe you have a bohemia and a, a shot of tequila, or maybe you have, you know, some whiskey maybe, and and, a, and a, some Guinness. You know, whatever it is, whatever oh, it is you're having, dude. but you're hanging out. You know, that's what that's what this whole game is about. Yeah, yeah. And and I like craft beer. It's brought people into the fold that may or maybe not have drank before and and had them think about beer in a different way yeah i always felt like with craft beer you start off from drinking modellos and heinekens mm-hmm. and budweiser's but when you reach another it's like levels mm-hmm. when you reach like craft beer level be like now you don't drink like just to get fucked up because i feel like when i think i told i think i said in the podcast when i drink craft beer i the people who make that beer they appreciate it you're not there. You're not there to get fucked up. I made six months of that work right there. You should appreciate it. Like you're drinking wine. Oh yeah, definitely. And I was like, I'll drink it. Like I don't get fucked up like I used to. Mm-hmm. But the taste, the flavor, how long was it? How long? What, what you, you get? You just do your homework. Yeah, man. It makes you think about. And you realize that with so many different things, it makes you think about things. You know, what did it take to create this microphone? This, exactly. this iPhone. You know, and then you attribute that to your to your whole life. Uh, craft beer is like that. It, it it opens you up for food. You know, mm-hmm. then, you, then you start appreciating chefs with what they do with with uh, with food. Yeah, with anything. Really. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear a story about that beer you just had? Yeah, man. What's up? Okay, so Sandbox Brewery made that beer, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of breweries they have those cans where they just you know they yeah, <laughs> yeah. they don't, they have a three man. Uh, they have a brewery, so it's three man people doing it. So one's labeling it, uh-huh. one's making the can, one's filling it up. Boom! That's hilarious. They have boom, boom, because they only have that thing, that one thing where you make the can to they go. Three. That's all they have. <clears throat> so they're doing it by singles. Oh, they're not boy. doing it by machine. That's crazy. And it's like, how long did it take you to make? Well, we have a certain amount of beers that we know we're gonna make, uh-huh. so it will take us about three to four days to make over <laughs> no like way. a certain amount of patches, like of cases, make make fifty cases <laughs> like in two yeah. or three days, uh, and that's it. Damn. And that's like to me like what you just said right there i yeah. want to buy two of those yeah exactly they appreciate it oh yeah you and you probably taste that effort oh dude more right when i you hear that it. when i see like man you don't want to feel sorry but you want to respect the grind that's what it is that's what it is and people respect work yes for sure. yeah about pod about <clears throat> beers like that when people do handmade mm-hmm. and not yeah. machines i was yeah. like dude Give me three. Give me two. I want that one. Support whatever you do. That being said, I hope they get a candy line because it's, it's not that difficult to get, and it tastes <laughs> the same. Yeah, I just know. drive down the cost. Well, they're having another can this Saturday. Okay, that's a good um, one. yeah. So they're having the uh, another one called. 
It was like one with the with the track shoes or something mm, like that. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go since I'm going to East Los. I'm gonna go over there, pick up a four pack. Yeah. Then go to Kings, pick up a couple. Then go to this, pick a couple, and come back because there's a Bellator fight mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It was a Bellator tournament. Yeah, I don't know. You're into into MMA, man. Yeah, War. Yeah, I think Warren McDonald's fighting John Fitch. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting fight because. Yeah, I mean, John Fitch, as much as wrestling is phenomenal and stuff, it, he's also going against Rory McDonald, who his his takedown defense is And remember, crazy. whoever wins that wins the championship because yeah. it's still, in a, it's still <clears throat> in a tournament. Yeah, who do you got on that one? I have... Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I picked Fitch. Really? Dark horse, huh? Dark horse, but in a way... It, and just that yeah. Warren McDonald's, he, he couldn't come back from that... From that Lima fight? What was it that? No, the... Uh, 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 Lawler. No, not the Lawler. Definitely that Lawler fight. But no, in Bellator, when he fought, when he went up and waited... Masasi. Gegard Masasi. I think it's because of his nose is not healed yet. You think so? Still? Yeah, he uh, messed... Yeah, he, he just... Bad? Yes, he hasn't been the same ever since. That Lawler fight. Oh, dude, the Lawler fight was... So, I still watch that he, fight. He, I rewatch that fight. He like beat him Thursdays. up, but the reason why he went down, because he couldn't breathe. Couldn't see it. He said it went white. Yeah, and he couldn't breathe. Just I heard it. Like he was talking about it. I was like, "Oh shit, crazy!" But he literally pushed it. That's why I, you know, you, you asked me who's your favorite MMA fighter ever. I said Anderson Silva, but I, I think because he's like the superhero of all fighters. But I thought when Robbie Lawler was champion, no was one had beast. no. Yes, yes, no one. I mean, you could say you could say George St. Pierre probably fought the smartest. But you knew he was going to win. Uh, and then you could say other people. who freaking... Uh, Cain Velasquez, you know, but he had injuries, all this stuff. Robbie Lawler came back. And he started having these wars, wars. as a champion. When he fought Carlos Condit. Yeah. Oh, dude. All, Johnny all Hendricks. When he fought Johnny Hendricks. Oh, my Lord. It was all war. Wars. War. That's all we wanted to see. And he is... He is literally... Mo- yeah. He's so dumb as bricks, though. I don't want. I, I wouldn't say that's his yeah. face. I think to me because all he, he is is a fighter, man. He's like he's in a coming. He's grass. a farm boy. He would murder me if he came yeah. in here. He was a farm boy. He came from the Milicic camp. Yeah, dude. With uh, John uh, Milicic, Matt Hughes, yeah, you know Tim Sylvia. That's crazy. Is this those farm boys? They they're good, but I mean I can't wait to see him uh, fight uh, Tyron Ruley. That's a sad fight. I like really? Ty- I like Tyrone Woodley, man. I like I like uh-huh. Woodley. I like Woodley. Uh, that's not the fight I would give him. I, I would I would want to see Ben Askren again because I thought he was kicking his ass the whole fight. Ben and, Askren versus Masvidal. That's my fight. Yeah, and I hope Masvidal mm. freaking kicks his ass. <laughs> I hope Masvidal just puts an end to that freaking professor. I know. You know, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. Well, we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna take a little piss and, and beer mm. break. We'll. But we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Um, I want to just do a couple of plugs and um, say a couple of things. But before we get to that, um, I want to do a couple of shout outs. Ernesto Grumpzilla, shout outs to you. Jay Lopes, Prescott Lover, shout outs to you. Oh, Creep, one of my past guesses on the Mega Man's podcast. Shout outs to you. I'm still getting nothing but love from the OC area on that episode, man. It was a good episode. We gotta do one. We gotta, we're gonna do one again down the road. Miguel Vendigas, eleven. Shout outs to you. Stinky Wet Cookie. Shout outs to you. Beto Oso. Shout outs to you. 
909 Big Dog, shout outs to you. Alfredo87, shout outs to you. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta grab a beer uh, when you have time, man. Erica Kirby from Texas, shout outs to you. Emma Serrano, Serrano, shout outs to you. Sergio G, this is your episode, baby. Shout outs to you. Matador, Mega Man's coming next week on your podcast, man. So get ready. Shout outs to you. Squad and Solos. Shout outs to you guys. I'm going to do your episode. It's going to be a really good episode next week. So get ready, guys. Shout outs to that podcast. Um, I just want to say all of mid-May and June is going to be craft beer months. So I'm still debating if I'm going to put 28 to 35 episodes um, for those two months. I'm still debating on it. But um, I have, I'm almost done with the list of people who I'm going to have on. So it's going to be four episodes. Um, I'm going to have a talk about a brewery. I'm going to have a guest on. I'm going to have a home brewer and the last on on the on the other on the the fourth episode will be beer talks which i invited um a friend or a selective uh guest and we're just going to talk about beers so four episodes every week guys on the mega mass podcast for craft beer month so get ready for that it's going to be badass because a lot of you were DM me saying when is crap when is a uh, beer talks is gonna come? When is beer talks gonna come? Well you got your wish and for all the craft beer lovers, you guys are freaking spoiled. So um Mega Man's gonna be doing a lot of traveling, going to certain breweries, um, uh, going to um having a certain guests on 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 the podcast and uh it's gonna be pretty good. Um, after uh, June, I'm still going to keep on going, but in the first or the second week of August, I'm probably going to do maybe my last episode because um, Mega Man um, will be taking a break from um, all of almost the second week of August all the way to the maybe the second week of October because Mega Man will be We'll be on baby bonding time. We'll be on family leave. So I'm going to be really, really busy um, getting everything situated um, with my girl and the baby, getting stuff ready for the cribs, and I'm saving up money. I'm going to be working a lot. I'm going to take a lot of time off, so I'm going to be with her 24-7. But um, And no, guys, I didn't quit the podcast. I'm still keep on going. And um, I will be back on October, the, maybe the second week of October, and we're still going to keep on going. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to take a little break and just um, get everything situated and and spend time if it's a boy or a girl. Who knows? But, um, yeah, so I'm just giving you I'm just giving you guys a heads up and let everyone know. But um Whoever has podcasts, um, if you want, if you want to invite Mega Man, all you have to do is go on your Instagram and just uh, and just uh, find the Mega Man's podcast or my personal Instagram at Mega Man six nine eight zero. I mean, I will be, I would, I'll be, it'll be nice to do other people's podcasts. That's where I want to um, to get my podcast known. Not in the LA scene, but all over California and everything. So yeah, 
But uh, other than that, guys, I just want to say all that stuff. So let's get back to the episode. Enjoy. Let's start from the let's start from the get go. Where did you grow up at? Everybody always wants to know where you grew up at, right? Exactly. Exactly. Only a Mexican question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> typical. And if you're white, you're like a Boston area. You know, <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. Chicago, Chicago area. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody want. You know, maybe, maybe if. Yeah. We all want to know where we grew up, man. Uh, City Terrace, like near. Um, yeah, near City Terrace Elementary, near Cal State LA. That's kind of where we grew I up. I know where that's at. Yeah. Right by the freeway, huh? Yes, right by the freeway. I went to Kennedy Elementary. You know, when I was having this conversation with my girl, because I was like, we, we passed in front of the, the, the house I grew up at. Yeah. And I was like, see, I would I would walk from this house to school down here. Would you let your kid walk down the sketchy alley? She's like, oh, fuck no. I was like, my kids... No, sorry. My dad let me walk after, uh, when I was in first grade back home he gave me the key to the house here you go boom get home and, and, and dude it's crazy man that was one of those things where it's like it was end of an era right end of an era you probably don't do that no more you know but uh it was cool man that, that was a good place to grow up at garrity loma just in that little that little hill you know yeah hillside was yeah. it more like reality? Not like these days with these millennials fucking shit up. Uh-huh. But like over there, <laughs> like you had a walk on your own. I did. I did. You don't, man. I, it, not until I went to a... When I started smoking cigars, I met some detective guys. I was 18. And they invited us. They invited me and my buddy to a community detectives police school. Whatever the hell that was. They just, they were trying to, I think they were just trying to get more people to go to their police academy thing. And we went, we checked it out, and I and I saw a girl that I went to freaking elementary school with, and I was like, oh, damn, you're doing this? <laughs> She's like, yeah, and my grandma's bringing us, and I was like, dude, your grandma would freaking shoo me away like a dog, because my dad was like, all right, if you're walking home, be smart, stick to a group, uh-huh. see who's coming home, and stick to a group, and pretend to be part of them, and then you go into the house. <laughs> Her grandma would see that I'm sticking too close to them, to the girls, uh-huh. and she thought I liked them or whatever, and she'd, she'd try to shoot me away. And I went to Paya Pinche Niño Pulgoso. And uh, yeah, dude, I would, I would, I would like tell them for years and years and years. That, that's, that's how I try to mask the fact that I was alone and I was going to a house by myself, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's, but imagine that, that's, that's like a first graders type of mentality, dude. Yeah. I, I still have that mentality now. I tell my girl, I'm like, why, why are you walking on that side of the street? Don't you see that guy that's coming up? She's like, what? She grew up in Santa Monica, man. She ain't got no fears to worry about. I was there like a week and a half ago. I would never go back there again. I went to Santa Monica Pier. It was oh, two packed, yeah, like pier. sardines, and it was dirty. The pier is dirty. Yeah. The pier, I would put the Santa Monica Pier on the same level as I would put the Santa Pedro Market, fish market. Oh, wow. Yeah. Me too. It's too much people, too many people. Not worth not the juice is not worth the squeeze. So when I took go my girl, was like, "Hey, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Santa Monica." Yeah, it took us like two hours to get there from Long Beach to Santa Monica. The traffic and get yeah. find parking, yeah. it was too pop overpopulated. Too too pop. What, what day did you go? On a Saturday. Yeah. See. No. Take that back. Sunday. Sunday. Ooh, still pretty bad. You got you got to go on a Tuesday. I know. You gotta go on a. a I, they fucked up. I'll never go back there again. Can't go back. Man. It's too dirty. Too many people. 
I don't know. I was like, dude, we we were me and my girl were thinking like we should have stayed at Long Beach at the Shoreline Village. That's true. It's very. I was true. like, it's not. There's like, it's it's just. Oh mm-hmm. my god. And you got Rancho Palos Verdes down here, so it's cool, you it's know, cool and everything. Room. San Pedro, the beach, like uh, the Friendship Park in Korea, like right That's there right. on top. Yeah. But I won't ever go there again. I had a bad experience. It was like. Dude, I spent so much money over there. I spent like three hundred dollars a month. Oh my god! Oh, food overpriced, parking, this, walking. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, dude. One of the few good deeds man I ever did was uh, in college, Santa, going to college in Santa Monica, uh, community college. So it's not that great or whatever. But but we, I volunteered for a thing called the the Day of the Kid. Yeah. And uh, it was a bunch of kids. It was a bunch of college student kids that volunteered as volunteers for foster kids. Yeah, at the Santa Monica Pier. That was one of the best experiences I ever had, man, because I had, I got stuck with two. I got stuck with two because they were, they were brother and uh, brother. And, brother. and they didn't want to leave their sight because I guess they've gotten separated before. Oh, fuck. And the younger, I, I told the younger one, I was like, oh, dude, you know, we already got these tickets, but if you, if you go and you tell them that you didn't get any tickets, you know, just have them look at me and I'll say, like, hey, we didn't get anything. And he did. Boom, came back with like an extra set of tickets. And they were like first standoffish or whatever. Like they didn't know what to think of me. And you know, these kids are black and I'm fucking Mexican. They're probably thinking that too. Like, can't relate to this, these kids. And at some point, man, we fucking made our way through the whole two books. We rode every single ride twice. It was one of the coolest experiences ever that you can that you can do. And I yeah, until this day, man. It's it's one of the beautiful yeah, one of those beautiful things in life that you're like. That's what you gotta go and do. Shit. Yeah, people gotta help out. Uh, you see, people. That's why me and my boy Sergio, we vibe, dude. We's like, we think it? the same thing. We we. This, it's the chemistry, the energy. Like, if you guys were here, dude, like the vibe is just like, like perfect. Like it's almost like, well, how they say, like the perfect storm, dude. Yeah, I kind of want to cry though, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're dude, like, you're like a therapist with beer, you know. I'm you're telling like you, up some old shit, dude. And, and we're not talking, dude. We haven't even mentioned we we can open, baby. I know yeah. you're gonna fucking kill me. I open a can of the local craft beers, uh, Beer Zombie, King of Haze, Volume Three. It's really good. The percentage is 11.0, babe. I'm yeah. sorry, I'll make it up to you. You know how I am, but dude, we, I had to, man. This was a perfect moment. Really good, yeah. Like a, uh, it's very sweet. Oh, whatever. I don't man. taste it. You don't taste the eleven percent, so man. A lot of the time, if I were to make a beer, say if I were to make a beer, I'm not saying I'm gonna. I'm just saying that if I were to make a beer, it would always be eleven or twelve percent. I would personally make it West Coast clear, but this is phenomenal for eleven percent as a hazy. This is this is beyond. When you see a hazy, when I see that, I don't even know what percentage that can be. Yeah, see. That's the thing. thing. It could be a six. It could be a twelve. It could be a four. You never know. Yeah. That's the thing about hazy. It's it's you never know. You never know. But it's um yeah juicy, huh? It's juicy. Very juicy. Very Mm -hmm. sweet. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like eleven. You don't even you you if you try eleven, it would be more strong. Yeah, you think. But if it's a hazy, it goes smooth. That's where it's scary. It's like you're biting into like the, you know, Santa Barbara's nipple, right? It's just juice right there. It's, it's a bunch it, of citrus. It's scary. Uh-huh. It tastes like Sonoma County or something. I mean, I mean, now I know why people make hazies. It's like, it's to me very, it, it's just, it's, it's 
it's creepy to me. It's, it, to me, I'm, I get more intimidated when I drink more hazies mm-hmm. because you don't know if, if it's going to fuck you up or more. Like, really? Really? You can see the percentage, though. Yeah, but I'd rather... But to me, if I like, I don't want to look at the percent. I just want yeah. to drink it. Yeah, it's a good. But move. when you like, oh, this is I could drink more of this. I mean, yeah. look at percent. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. I better calm down. Gotta be careful, man. This craft beer world is wild. I know. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. Like, when I always have my guest on, I always have hospitality, man. I, I only give certain guests like good craft beers, man. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm gonna like eventually set up a small bed here or something. <laughs> Dude, I always get whatever some I can. Crazy stuff. Some some of them I get free, some I don't. Yeah. But if I get extras, like hey, here, take this one, take that one. Yeah, it's just whatever I can do. It's just um, I love craft beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, got some questions, man. Yes, I got questions. <laughs> it's like for, the SATs. You know. So, um, Damn, you how often? When did you start doing skateboarding? I skateboarded, man, dude. I started skateboarding. That's how I got skinnier. I used to be a fat fucking kid right. in fifth grade. Really? Yeah. Uh, I used to be all into wrestling, man. You see these pictures back when I was in elementary school? I was fat, dude. I was a fat kid. It, it was it was crazy. Yeah, and I still got the pictures. You can look at them. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. But um, right around the time, like fifth grade to sixth grade, you know, the elementary school to middle school type of... Um, area of the, uh, of the world that that's also what my parents split up you know so it, per- oh, it perfectly wow. measured or, or how were you how were you when i was you? in fifth sixth grade did it did it kind of bother you you think it would and i i and i I'm, i don't think it did you know i have certain conversations with my brother my brother my brother was older he was like 18 at the t- 17 yeah. at the time i remember him like when i was you know, when I was 11 or something like that, 12, he would take me to, like, his job and, you know, because our parents were arguing and stuff like that. So he shielded me from a lot of it. Damn. I've always said that he took it the hardest. Till this day, the, the, the relationship that he has with both of my parents, uh, you know, especially my dad, it, it feels it feels different. It feels different. It feels like he, he saw some shit. Damn. He was an adult when all that stuff was going on. I was a kid and he made his best to try to shield me from it smart all right move. smart yeah, move yeah, yeah so so if i'm gonna go out there and try to play the victim nah dude i didn't feel any of that no i man. didn't feel any of that i literally all i did at some point was all right we're not living here we're moving over there and that's when i moved to that place where uh no father no problems like yeah. uh, where they looked at like uh on winter and what is it townsend whatever yeah. that street is yeah you know in the wap in the alley on malabar but yeah, man, that, and that's when I picked up skateboarding. To me, all my attention from from fifth to to till when I started high school was all skateboarding. Like literally, I it was it was skateboarding every single day for about ten hours a day. You know, I get out of school about three thirty. You know, whatever, go skate. I would be home supposedly when the lights were coming on. But I would still be skateboarding in the in the alley or something like that, and I had zero parental supervision. You know, my they, they would tell me to be home by a certain time, but I'd fucking be out till eleven. You know, on a on a school night. You know, I'd be out. You know, fingering girls and shit like that. You know, it was crazy. <laughs> fingering man. girls, dude. On a Saturday, I remember I got in trouble because they were like, "Hey, I'm on my way," and I was like, "Just fucking face first in Sarah Para." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she hit me up like years later, and I was like, "Oh, you know, oh no, no, nah, I'm good. No, I'm good. You got, you got ugly. Oh, that's not that. It's just not the same. It's not. Nah, the same. it's too smelly. It just it was nasty. I remember I would fight guys for that girl, and then now it's just like that. Oh, that was dumb. How's she like now? She look good. It was. I don't even think it's to look good. It's just not the. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, mean, I, you know, I haven't seen her in, yeah, probably from this conversation, it's probably been like seven, eight, ten years. So, like, when I've you grow up, you have her. different tastes. I think that's what it is, you know? I think okay. that's what it is. At the time, you know, she was a, she was a great person. I, I used to like this girl called, and I'll say her name, Brittany Lacan, you know? And I thought this girl was going to be it, you know? She was like this girl who, she was kind of whitish, you know? Her last name was Lacan. Why did she go to Belvedere Middle School, right? And, but she always thought of me as a brother, and I was like, "What the fuck is up friend with that?" Friend zone. I yeah, friend zone back in the day, and yeah, we're together for like a lunch period, if that. <laughs> a lunch and, period. And, you know those relationships <laughs> that last that long. And she, yeah, she lived next to my uncle's. Uh, her grandparents lived next to my uncle's house, so I'd only see her on the weekends. And I thought that was gonna be it, you know? And it just, boof, just destroyed. She started dating older kids and stuff like that. It was, it was not. Oh, a, dude, that's big, big, that's a reminisce. Like I was dating the middle some, school hearts. Yeah, right? middle school, you take it hard, oh, dude. Just, I was, I remember, I was dating a girl for like we were going out for a couple months, and all of a sudden my heart got broken when I saw the girl I was dating. Yeah. On off like another period for recess, yeah. she ran up to another guy and started making out with oh, him. And I was like, my heart's broken, dude. Like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I was like, what am I gonna do? I was like, um, it just hurt me for like three days. Who knows? They're probably still together though. You know? Who you knows? Never know. You never know. Fuck you that know. bitch, man. Sucks, man. It's it's for all kids just trying to figure it out at that yeah. at that moment, you know. I'll tell you this: this is the first time I ever I told this. I remember when I was in high school. I was in love with this one girl, and oh, dude, I don't know if I should say this. Okay, fuck it, dude. I almost committed suicide <laughs> for this girl. I almost sliced my wrist, like right in front of my mom. Okay. It's like I'm, I'm gonna dramatic. kill. Yo, yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm gonna commit suicide. Like, my mom's like, why? She about grow up. My mom just got off work. Yeah. And it's like, why? It's like, dude, I love this girl. She broke my heart. I, yeah. Now I want her back. I'm gonna cut myself. I had life ready to so cut. Yeah. But I only like sharpen like what you see right here. And it's just like, oh, I didn't do it. I was like, I got too scared and like. And my mom's like, why are you gonna commit suicide over a girl if there's other girls out there in Modesto? Now, especially Modesto. Yes. yes. Dude, you could probably find a really hot girl Modesto. Now hood rat girls. Yeah, but before they get into meth, you know, boom, get it get in there quick. We're gonna edit that shit. But fuck it, that's keys, not Modesto. Dude, it's real it's a real I got an uncle, man. I got an uncle <coughs> that changed his entire life. He got into meth. And I don't recognize him anymore, man. He used to be the life of the party. Yeah, man. And he's fighting his own demons, and I get that, but that shit will take over your life. And it only exists in the Central Valley. Yeah, that's the meth. meth thing. Yeah, they always meth. said, you know, you grow, you raise your kids as much as L.A. sucks. Yeah. You raise them around all this nonsense. Yeah. You're just going to smoke weed, maybe at the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's legal now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. Versus, versus you go up to Modesto, you're going to find some crank. They're going to be They're going to be speeding down 99. Right, they're gonna they're they're gonna find some meth heads down in Fireball. 
Yeah, dude. Fuck. And that's that's a whole different world that you deal with out there, man. It's crazy. I got man. drugged. I got drugged out in uh, Dos Palos. Yeah, near Los Banos, man. I was out there freaking. I, that's the only time in my life I got freaking. I, I, I'm pretty sure I picked up a beer that didn't belong to me. I was hanging out with some coworkers back when I was, we used to work with that gay guy. Uh, I went out for drinks after. Is that the one with the crops? Like with the money? Yes, that's the one. That's the one with the, uh, with the <laughs> I don't forget that shit. That. Someone yeah. told me about that. You yeah, think that's true? That like, was it. Of course. What do you think? It dude? was true, man. It yeah. was true. I was there. I was there. I was like, so, oh, Because shit. there's people who listen to the, that episode. They just say, dude, I listened to four times. Like, why do you listen to four times? You listen once. Take some notes, dude. Yeah, yeah. but for them, they listen to four times because they, they like to get, they're very detailed. Huh. You ever had that before? Nah. I well, yeah. Well, my podcast they get very don't detailed. Talk to me. I don't even know who people are that listen to the podcast. Well, with mine they get very <laughs> detailed. I know they get very detailed with certain things. Like, mm-hmm. and they what what my audience does they Google it. They make sure mm. it's legit. Oh, it'll be that's legit. weird. It's like it's a little weird. It's like why are you like googling it? I just want to make sure you're telling the truth. Oh yeah, I'll tell the truth, man. What the I, fuck? I, I, I tell more truth on this than I tell truth to my own lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just like oh yeah, because you can't talk about shit from the past, man. To me, I can talk about my past, and my girl understands it because it's not dwelling on us. That right, was from the past, right. so she understands like if I hooked up with girls or this or whatever, and she gets she she doesn't get mad where I talked about my open relationships. Oh, open relationships? Where like if. Like back in the day, I used to be in open relationships where if there was a husband who had a wife and like, dude, mm. I'm going to be out on a business trip for like a month. You can come over here. My wife, you can fuck her if you want. Mm. Like shit like that. And like I told her shit like that. That's I was just experimenting. Yeah. But they were like, well, I always tell the husbands like, why would you want me? Like, dude, I'm busy. I'm making money for the house and paying the mortgage and this and like that. Just, just make my ha- make my wife happy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's not that. It doesn't seem that weird to me, man. It seems, it is, you know, I get it. But these are these are older people because they can't have kids. So it's like they would tell me, mm-hmm. "You can fuck her, you can bust a nut, I don't care, dude. Like whatever." Because like, I'm like, dude, I don't want no kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. And I was like, "Fuck it." I did that, but it was like, I got kind of burned out. I didn't like it. You were doing a lot of gigolo work. Gigolo, <laughs> fucking like, like, like. Ugh, Fucking back in the day, like fucking hooking up with wives. Oh shit! When I was like, well, back in the day, that was like my early twenties. Uh-huh. Cause like back in the day when Craigslist was big. Yes, 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 yes. I was at the point like, dude, how am I gonna meet girls? Like, fuck, I used to go go on random hookups mm. and like plenty of fish, Tinder, and all that. Plenty of fish. I got yeah, plenty of fish. I met. I met a lot of girls. On Dude, I met, we, we hung out with the girl that she freaking, uh, she met a guy on Tinder. And it was just straight up like, we got so many free drinks off of the guy. That yeah. was the deal. And eventually, I think she gave it up. I hope so. But Shit. she was doing. But we had a lot of hook. I had a lot of hookups to the point I got burned out. Yeah. Really? Get burned out with hookups? Strange. One time, and I ain't gonna lie, I'll put this on everything. I don't as, a, as a guy that has, yeah, yeah, I put on everything. I hooked up with like six girls, six girls in one week. That's phenomenal. And I got burned out to the point I was fucking so much I couldn't get my dick up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so drained. That's good. <laughs> Not good. 
You gotta eat more oysters, dude. <laughs> I don't want to. You know why? Because and this is oh, that's 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 a good coincidence. I did it with no no Viagra's, no pills, nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Because this is the thing. I feel like if you hook up with girls and you do that shit, and what happens? If you hook up with that girl again with that. They're gonna they're gonna know. Like wait. You were hard. You were hard all night, fucking mm. me, and now you can't get your dick up. It's strange. That's what I do with no pills and nothing like that. Yeah, man. I bought some Cialis uh, when I was at when I was in TJ last time with my mom. <laughs> she was buying cheese, and I was like, I'll take some Cialis. <laughs> it was strange, and I just kind of stashed it underneath or whatever. But that shit gave me a headache, dude. I yeah. I didn't even. It, 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 it really. I got creeped I out because it was, it was my heart was beating fast. Like, oh, this is not weird. This is really weird. Yeah. And I was like, dude. But the only thing is, I felt like Cialis was blocking my semen from busting a nut. Oh, uh, it's good. <laughs> no, it's oh, not no, good. It's not good. <laughs> You'd be fucking for two hours, and the pussy would get dry, oh, and yeah. it would it peeled off my skin off my dick. Ooh, that's on the edge where it yeah, hurt. It's like work. that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Sounds phenomenal. I was like, no, not phenomenal. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. And it was like, dude, I can't do it no more. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. like, can I guess like, and they'll be like, hurry up and bust it out. I'm trying for two hours. Like, you got it, man. But you got to keep trying, man. You got to keep trying and just um, go full, you know, freaking Pigeon John up on that. Whatever I can do. But like, fuck. But it, those days were like, fuck, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. I was just too much. Oh man, sad man. There are so many stories, dude. So many fucking stories. stories, man. That's that's what happens. You're yeah, that has have stories. When you're a grown man, eventually you got some stories. Oh, I have a lot of stories. It's I don't want to. Well, people, some of the my audience they already know about it, but I don't. I don't like. How much do you let people know, man? On this, um, one hundred percent. Yeah, sounds about right. I keep it real. There was an episode I did called, uh, it was episode four about my sex life, my benefits. Uh, I talked about everything. And they were like, dude, did you really do that? I was like, yeah. It's like, you're a fucking savage. Like, why would you post down your, on your, on your episodes? Like, this is what I've been through. You have to be honest. People are not honest with their sexuality. It's, it's not that, yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just sharing it, you know? It's like, uh. I know. It's even a I, weird. I know. Even I, t- I talk about like my bad sex stories were. Bad sex. Yeah. I well at the time when I was single when I was with my girl. Sorry, baby. Uh, when I was with this girl, she, we we're we we're hooking up in the living room, and all of a sudden she wanted to try Eno. When I tried Eno, she wasn't ready for Eno, and she shit on my fucking futon, and I had to throw that dump the shit out because she shit everywhere on the fucking floor. Right, and then after you came on the shit, and then yeah. you kept going, what what happened? <laughs> I just, like, dumped her out, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to air out everything. I had to mop the floors for the next two weeks. Mm. That's how smelly it was. That's pretty bad. That's why I never do number two. Okay, you know, that's why I don't eat Indian food. <laughs> <laughs> no number twos, no one. I don't eat girls' asses. I don't know why people like oh, that. Oh, dude, I like that. I don't need some asshole. Eat that shit like groceries. Man. You serious? Yeah, bro. No fucking way. It's staring at you in the face like Mordor, man. It's would, fucking. It's would you tell your mind. girl? Would you tell your girl take a shower? Yeah, you gotta take a shower. Oh, of you course. Imagine yeah. if she didn't take a shower for two weeks. That's a different story. That's what. Well, then that's that's a different conversation. Though. That's a savage type. It's a different conversation. I can't do that. No, you gotta do it all, man. You gotta do it all. You can't be scared. You know, in this world, what are you doing, man? I was trying number two song girls, but to the point, it's like, 
can't do that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be scared if some girl told me to, like, shit on her chest. I think that'd be the scariest thing <laughs> that's for me boobies. personally. That's like Japanese babuki shit. Yeah, dude. That that would that would scare me. Do you ever notice, like, when we get older now, you realize, like, we're so civilized to the point, like, yeah, you, you know, know what to do. Like, yeah. you know when you go down and you go savagely, but when you get older, be like, I want to sniff it first to see if it's, it's good to eat. Oh, it's a new, yeah. Yeah. It's a new one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a new one in a while, but you wouldn't know. You ever You'd be went, like, ah, oh, this isn't my style. Dude, you ever went down on a girl and all of a sudden, like, she reeked your whole place up? With their smell? No. Actually, I had that before. Like, yeah. It reeked up my whole car for two oh, weeks. Really? It was like oh. the Febreze of, of uh, terrible battle. Hey, this coochie smell like beat out uh, freeze. Oh my god. It was bad. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Don't, I, go I don't, don't go back. Yeah. I don't. I don't go back, dude. I'm. I'm more like I'm so anal with like yeah. eating ass or anal. So, yeah. Oh, I just uh, can't dude, do it. Yeah, you gotta do it every now and then. What are you doing? But as long as you make your girl happy, that's all you care about. That's all That's all you got to do. Drop yeah. some flowers on there, you know, drop a couple of tulips. Yeah. yeah. You ever had the point where, like... <laughs> is this part of the question? <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm sorry. No, man, this is like, whatever, dude. Okay, my bad. Fuck it, we're going to flow. Fuck it, Obviously, dude. Obviously, I felt like it was part of the question. There's more questions. <laughs> Fuck that what shit. You got? Dude, I want to knock out these questions, man. I'm no. sorry. It's a different kind this of This is a question. What, what's next on the docket? Okay, well, fuck, fuck the anal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Literally. Where you guys going for Sikuda Ma? Nothing. If there's a if there's a good boxing fight, then that's cool. Canelo? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Well, you know, if Canelo fights, yeah, Daniel Jacobs, that's going to be a good fight. Who do you got? Um, I, 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 I'm Canelo's obviously got that I, fucking gigantic. I have a feeling that, that Jacobs is going to beat him. Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't care. I, don't know. I really don't care. When it comes to boxing, I really don't care as much as boxing people do. Do you have the zone? I don't have the zone, but I, get have, it. I just I have I get it on pirated type of means, yeah. right? I so. have it on, I have a phrase, I'm gonna watch it and stuff <clears> on, yeah. on I Saturday. have ESPN plus if you wanna come. I have it too. Oh for real for real I have oh, it. Shit. let's it, consolidate Oh you will see this Saturday. That's it. Let's do that. Oh uh what are we doing? Uh who's fighting who's fighting look it up. I dude I you wanna look it up or you wanna uh, look it up? No, I, I, got it. I got it. Got it I got it. I know that MM that NFL fighter is fight oh, Hardy's fighting. Oh yeah, Hardy is fighting. Homie fuck, in event. Fuck that guy. Uh uh Saka Juice fighting. I think he's fighting. Yeah, it's a it's a good card. Oh. Excuse me. I was more focused, <laughs> I was more focused on the Russian card last week, not Sunday. Or Saturday. It was at ten AM. Yeah, the uh Nick versus uh, uh Freaking Overeem. Overeem, yeah, he fucking need him and shit. Um, the other guy I liked because he had that Ezekiel chuck, which I never seen before. Olenek, man, dude, he does that to everybody, no? The Ezekiel, but he's like like laying down. He does that to people when when the the opponent's Jacques on top. Ray versus Hermanson. Yeah, that's the fight. I like Jacques Ray. Oh yeah, dude, fucking yeah. Jacques Ray. Jacques Ray, dude. Crocodile. Yeah, the alligator and shit. But remember, remember that knockout he got from uh, from uh, Masasi mm-hmm, Dream, mm-hmm. where he was going up to do like the the ground and pound, and Masasi had the long legs and fucking like kicked him in the face, and he knocked him out. Oh my god! Great, great fight. Shit. Hardy versus Smolia. Yeah, I don't know about that guy. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Hardy man, just because he was in the yeah. NFL, they they throw him up there. But uh, Charles. Oh, not Charles Oliveira. Uh, Oliveira, the second yeah, the, cowboy. The cowboy, yeah. Second He's cowboy versus Mike Perry. Ooh, Mike yeah. Perry? 
versus Mike Perry. That's on this card. It's it's Fort Lauderdale. Is it Mike Perry? Is that the one who fought a cowboy? Yeah. Cowboy versus cowboy. That's a beast. He's a uh, monster. Glover Teixeira is fighting on this card. Who is he fighting? He's fighting some guy named Cattell uh, something. Glover sees... Yeah. I like Glover, man. I like Glover. Glover. I've been a fan since a long time. And then uh, John Lineker. Lineker. Oh, he's a beast. John he's oh, a yeah. fucking beast. Now that TJ is, is out for, for two years... I can see him getting his title shot. Already. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Oh, John, no, dude, and then Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders, tenth planet jujitsu is fighting some Japanese dude named Sato. I forgot his. Ben Saunders has been fighting the game for a while. Oh, wow, dude, he lost uh, his last fight against um, the guy who's a model. Is he the one? Alan with Joban. Bam. Yes. I saw him when I I went. If you could look back on the videos, man, I went I went to Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu's Pasadena Grand Opening. Yeah, <laughs> I went there with my camera. Honestly, I had way too much beer than fucking I could model. I fucking dude, this guy looked dope, man. I was fucking videotaping everybody, and I'm over there fucking so being crudo. I'm like fucking, I'm hung over and shit. I'm sweating beer out my pores. And I was like, I do not belong do, rolling with any one of these like phenomenal animals. He's a fucking model, dude. Yeah, I do. Uh, He's, f- yeah. Uh, damn, Esparza. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see some good fights. John Miller's fighting on this one. It's a good one. Court McGee. So you, oh, Court McGee. He's pretty Court good. McGee, yeah. So you have Court McGee. Yes. And you have Bellator. Is in the, so this is the fight this Saturday. Or mm-hmm. next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this Saturday, then you have a Bellator fight, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. is coming up. Oh, dude, Bellator makes some great fights. The last fight I went to was a Bellator fight. Which I one did you go to? So the one at the forum with... Um... Tito? No, no, no. no, no. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one because I was really drunk leaving <laughs> three weavers. <laughs> you know, it was, it was great. Yeah. It was great. That's, that's what you want to do if you go yeah. see a real fight. Yeah. I mean, Bellator is coming up. I mean, it's good to have good MMA fights, but Bellator is doing it right. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have boxing, but with the new... You know how USC would have new fighters and they're good? They just throw them into the Lions? Mm-hmm. With Bellator, they're working their way up. Oh, yeah. Which, back in the day, when Strikeforce... Remember Strikeforce? Strikeforce. When they had a Strikeforce yeah. challenge with, like, Daniel Cormier and Luke Rocco, they would do the challenges oh, to yeah. work their way up oh, to yeah. be big. And now with USC, they told them to pack woods and see what you made of. That's right. They're not ready. They're not, man. I don't know yeah. what the UFC. Now saying the UFC. Not a lot of people are not watching UFC now. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. It's still the Premier League, though. It's, it's because ESPN. of ESPN Plus and stuff. It's watered yeah. down because people were so into the UFC back in the Pride and in the early two thousand whatever days with the Pride and all that. Yeah. I still love Pride. I don't know why, but I still love Pride. I still oh, watch yeah. Pride to this day. Yeah, same here. Wait, I mean, those, those are the best fights. Mm-hmm. Remember that 90-minute fight with Sakurama versus oh, uh, Gracie? Sakurama, yeah. It's a classic, man. It's and Warrior and Gracie do the fucking white tail because uh, 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 Gracie gave up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those were wars. It's a different world back then. Remember, remember the, the Bushido tournaments where if it's the Gracie's versus Japan or this, whatever? Yeah. I love Bushido. But those are two rounds, not three two. rounds. Oh, dude. You know that they're still doing grappling rounds right now. Like, if you want to go check them out, they're still doing these uh, 
you know, you have the Eddie Bravo, the EBI. Oh, right? or do Eddie oh, Bravo Invitational. The, the one with the, um, not the submission where you get to hit him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's one like oh you can you can like you hit people and you're like submitting. Yeah, totally. Did you see that tournament it's on pay per view with Ben Asterix versus like the the greatest college like whatever mm. or Olympic person? It's on pay per view. Mm. Yeah, some Olympic guy. He's like a gold medalist and for Olympics against Ben Asterix. They're gonna no. they're gonna wrestle in New York or something. No way. So paper. Oh, you look it up. What? It's okay. I was like oh shit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my, I want to get that one. That's going to be the one. <laughs> so what do you think about the, the Ben Astro? What do you think about that guy? I love him, man. As he, a wrestler, he's dope. Uh, there's a lot of good wrestlers, you know? Um, but but with this whole social media, are you more into the, the fighter or, or social media? Like, if you could back it up, you could back it up. Uh, when it comes to, yeah, yeah you got you to gotta do a little bit of both. I get that. Or you could have fighting do all the talking for you. I get that point of view. Um, I like a little shit talking, you know. I like. You think it back it up? Yeah, because when honestly, man, everybody wants to see. Fuck everybody else. They all want to see Nate Diaz versus freaking Conor McGregor three. I'm losing that. I'm losing that. Everybody's losing it. See, I'm losing it now. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's losing it. But that's that's the fight to make, man. That's the fight to make. If I'm if, if I'm putting it on, who else? After that, who else do you want to see? Do you want to see Khabib? Khabib? Khabib Part 2? Khabib it's versus Dustin gonna... Poirier. Nah. Nah. After he fucking dis- dismantled fucking Holloway. I agree. And we look what? at the weight size. He, yes. Holloway's like, uh, stick at 145. He, I, he, would, he would murder both of us if we said anything wrong. Like, he's, <laughs> that good, he's that good if he came in this room. He would murder both of I us. Mean, it, I mean, that they say that's the next fight. Like, Khabib versus Dustin Poirier. Yeah, that's a good fight. But you're forgetting one person, Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, man, if, if not for that horrific... Uh, injury that he suffered at a press conference. Man, how bad is that? How bad is that for you to go through whatever the reason? Okay, whatever. That happened. And then he's having he's having drinks. You know, he's the champion. He's chilling in Echo Park at the Lost Night. Yes, really? yes. At the 10th Planet uh, freaking anniversary party, whatever. He's showing off the belt. He's a f- phenom. Bam. You know what, man? I saw him at the Anaheim Packing District. Oh, um, yeah, right there. Yeah. Right, down here. Uh, Anaheim Packing District. I saw this dude. And, I, and literally, I called. And I was like, Danny Castillo. I thought he was Danny Castillo. Danny Castillo. Yes. So when he passed by, he's like, oh, fuck you. like that. And I was like, ah, shit. And then I was like, oh, Danny. And I, I texted my brother. And I was like, bro, I... T- um, I just called Danny Castillo freaking El Cucuy. He's he's going around. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, from the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. He went around a block and he saw my brother. And my brother went, El Cucuy. <laughs> and he says, what's up to him? And he's like, he had the interaction that I wish I had. And I, I, just, I just literally went to the next Mexican fighter I thought I knew. Later in the year, I had met freaking Danny Castillo. I had met Danny Castillo before... Um, before, what was it? Um, Cody, Cody, Cody fought freaking Cody TJ. Yeah. The second fight, I had met um, 
Danny Castillo at Whole Foods downtown LA. And I was having, I was, I was chilling, drinking, and I was like punching in some orders. I was hanging out, and then I was like, "These are the UFC." Oh my God, this is Danny Castillo. I said, "What's up to him?" And I was like, "Dude, tell him you're my cousin." Whatever they hooked Shit. him up. Do you ever, do you ever see that 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 video with uh, the Kukui and uh, Fabio uh, Verdu? The the, the they hate each other. Really? You didn't see the video? No, I didn't. Oh, they were going at it. Like, I Dude, believe it. Fight right now? Oh, they would fight. I guess. Uh, I had met Fabrizio Verdu, man. I went yeah. down to Kings MMA. Oh, me too. Oh yeah. One time. You could just go down there. Um, Rafael Cordero. Like Rafael Cordero. He's super cool. Super nice, right? Super nice. <laughs> he's like, good. hey, come to my jujitsu. Like. Like a little nummy. Hey, I'll give you the first two months for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come he's on. He's very nice, man. I because re- I remember him. He's like, hey, he's like, let me tell you, how do you know me from? Yeah. I was like, dude, pride shoot a box. Ah, he's like, ah. He thought it was Portuguese. He's like, ah, Portuguese. Yeah, no, shoot a box. It's like a Vandalay Shogun. Yeah, you know, brigato. like ninja. Yeah, dude. You know, like Pele. That's it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I was talking. Well, they, uh, uh, Verdum and uh, Ferguson went at it in the video. No way. You can look it up. They went at it. Yeah. Because, you know, Verdum speaks Spanish, too. It's like, yeah, I know. So he was, easy to learn, man. He was now, talking. Why don't, we know, why don't we know Italian? Why don't we know Italian? We should know. I don't now. know. But he was talking shit. But Verdum is like, hey, he's talking all this shit. Like, it's go right now. So yeah. Ferguson's like, what? What? You wow. know? But he wears the sunglasses because he has, he has sensitive eyes. But Ferguson, he's... I remember I watched him when he had Long Beach Fight Night over oh, here at shit. Long Beach City College. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw him one time, but he was small. Like a small event, but he got big. But to me, I don't know what's up with him. I heard he had a restraining order with his wife. I heard about that too, man. Yeah, he It's got, unfortunate. We because never... of the, the, you know, losing memory or this. Did you BJ Penn? No. What about BJ Penn? His girl put a restraining order on him because really? he, he was he was going at it with his girl with the whole thing with the CP, CTE. Yeah. He's going to fight again now. And so is Matt Hughes with his wife. Yeah. Restraining order on Matt Hughes. So there's a lot of stuff. He got hit by a train, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's some stuff that people don't think about, right? When they get into things, man. Dude, I wonder how much I've, I've done damage to my brain. I don't wear a helmet, you know, the whole time. You play football, skate- right? No, I skateboarded, which and honestly, he, and you honestly, hit your head a lot, right? A lot, hard, with no helmet. Recently, I hit my head. Maybe a year ago, I recently hit my head, and I wonder how much of that attributes to things. Like I feel certain things that are different. Did you ever watch that movie with a Wilson called Concussion? I didn't watch that I, yeah. because they talk about the brain yeah. and they say when helmets hit yes they saw little by little they saw a little specks of blood coming out or you know like how rams have oh, hard yeah. heads and they hit yeah. Yeah. but with us we have sensitive and they saw a little brokage of mm. uh, blood and it's circling through the brain they say a lot of that stuff that can be from that or mm-hmm. to the point when you have too much pressure of the brain with the blood inside to the point that like, you have massive headaches yeah. And they have a like a like a syringe in the back. They drain it. They drain it, and you feel better. Like what happened with uh, Jim McMahon from the the quarterback from the Bears. Oh yeah. They showed like a thirty for thirty. What happened with the concussions? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's scary, dude. 
I even I get, you know, to yeah. the point like it's scary. It sounds scary, man. I, man, I would not want to deal with any kind of weird scenarios from it. But yeah, for the most part, man, skateboarding's like a kind of a weird thing that falls underneath the underneath the, the rug, right? Like you don't think about it. If my kids were asking me to do MMA or football, I would say no. You think so? I would have them do baseball. Baseball's a smart move. Yeah, but you know, is this More that money. I worry about because like you know, for the for the average like football player to be in the NFL is like three to five years. Mm-hmm. And what do you get? A pension? That's it. And you get and you be like like a vegetable down the road, mm-hmm. or whatever. You get hit massive headaches, and you commit suicide, mm-hmm. and you have concussions, nonstop. That's something to do. Even with MMA, you know. Tell me to get into Twitch, right? You gotta yeah. get into Twitch and then start playing video games online, and that's honestly the best that you can. Bet. Dude, you could do you can do video games online, yeah, and you get scholarships from colleges. You could do it, dude. You, you don't even have to go to college. There's no, there's no college. Shit. If you're making money, there's no college, bro. Dude. There's oh no my college. god! Next question. Next question, please. <laughs> Yes. Next topic, What's fucking up? beers. Yes. What's up? What are you? Okay, top three. What are your top three fucking favorite fucking beers? Um, breweries. I mean, breweries. Oh, um, oh man. Okay. Well, you know what, man. I don't want to be that dude or whatever, but it'll it'll come out later. I don't care. Uh, but Stone Brewing down in Escondido, they have a pond and they have a little bridge. And all I know is every single time I've taken my Mexican ass family down there, they love to have a beer there. Yeah. There's something wonderful and peaceful about hanging out in Escondido that that's the place. That's, that's the, place. the place. That's the place you like to go. So forever in debt. You, you are the, you know, Stone, Stone Escondido. You literally. Made my um, yeah, you literally made my Coors Light drinking dad into drinking a fucking stone beer. That 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 that's so that's number three. Number two, LAL works. LAL works is near Hawthorne, dude. I I I ever all the beers are consistent. They're phenomenal. They're they're great. So they're number two. You're going to catch me there on a Sunday, and I don't want to say more because that's my go-to spot, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Number one, Progress. Progress Brewing um, and... Uh, Monte, right? And Monte. I heard about South that. South Monte. You know what's so good about that place? You can take anyone. Anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. You could take your aunt. You could take your, your mom. You could take your uncle. You could take your, 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 your hazy, bro-loving dude. Whatever. You can... Invite the crowd. They have done something with people that's beyond beer. It brings everybody together. So for for me, Progress and their Minotaur Triple IPA, which is at twelve percent. Oh, it's so good. It's uh. West Coasty. It's clear. You know, it's not hazy. It's not trying to grab no attention. It's it, that that is phenomenal. That's my number one. Yeah, talking about Sunday, yeah. Friday night. Progress, uh, Son of a Bun, which is serving as a food truck outside. That's the best. That's the best Friday night ever. All right, I have two questions from two fans. Yes. What's your favorite food? Your fans or my fans? Uh, my fans. Your fans? Oh. Yeah. 
I don't know what your plans are. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, freaking carnitas el momo. Dude, I like carnitas. What city is that? Boy Heights. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. uh, they post up like on Soto and Wabash. On Sundays, you could catch them at their Fairmont spot, which is mm-hmm. going to be a delight. Um, but for the most part, it's something pork-related. Related. <laughs> if it's pork, we're going to eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, last question for a fan. Oh, shit. What's your Friday night? Friday night, man. We, um, <laughs> carta blanca and, and a shot of mezcal. Yeah, I, I didn't get into mezcal until a little while ago, man. Like, my family's from near tequila. Uh-huh. So we are hard and heavy tequila. And, and I've realized in the years to come, like the, in, the, in the years that have been since I got my girl, um, mezcal is something beautiful. And it's, 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 there's so many variants. It's like getting into, it's like getting into champagne, but not knowing cava uh-huh. and not knowing Prosecco. Uh-huh. You know, you got to go deep. Let's go deep. But. That's all we're about, man. We're going deep, so. That's what I'm talking about, Got dude. and fucking Prosecco. Prosecco. It's my Friday night, dude. You it's hear like- that, everyone? Prosecco. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say this, dude. I am glad that I have you on my podcast because I did yours. And I'm honored, like, you know, the flow. Everything was good and everything. But, um. You have an open-tation. Open invitation. <laughs> open-tation. Open-tation. <laughs> we're so you fucked up right words. now. You made the words up. I love we're it. So, we're so open-tation. Yes, like, open-invitation. Yes, yes. So do you, man. So yeah. do you. You know, because when it comes to podcasts, yeah. man, we're all trying to make some podcasts happen. Come on, man. Yeah. We'll, show, we'll interview somebody else. Oh, That's yeah. That's going to be the, the most hilarious thing ever. And the cool thing about it is, guys, like when I had him on my podcast, he got me beers. Now he's on my podcast. I got him beers, you know, and everything. And he has like three more, you know, like. You can't finish them all. You know, he's going to save them for when he yes. has those, one we'll of those, home. like, like, babe, just be on that side. I just want to chill by myself. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to say thank you for doing the podcast. Are there um, any plugs you want to do? You have anything coming up, guys? Check out the Dude from LA podcast. Go to dudefromla.com. Um, for the most part, you know, just my biggest sponsor is Sarah's Market. You know, go down. Shout to- outs! Oh, they have good food. You know, they they get food vendors every week. Every week, Friday, Saturday, show up. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. Follow them on Instagram at Sarah's Market. You know, whatever. They're good. They are. They, they will get some people out to you, man. You, there, there are some things you don't know. And then A's Barbecue. A's <gasps> Barbecue. Dude, they were at Indie Brewery like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I know you They're were like, there for the... For the fuck. Yeah, the, honestly, man, when it comes to brisket, um, we've had some good brisket in the past. I had some Jewish-style brisket, man. That, that that came from some black lady from Texas, North Texas. That was phenomenal. Oof. Oh. She was in a... Maybe she was Jewish. I don't know. Fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was phenomenal. But um, even she was like, this is the best brisket we've ever had. It's too many... Too too much pepper. Too much salt. Totally phenomenal. It's everything. Uh. It's everything you want in Texas barbecue in East L.A. That's East Los is coming up, guys. East yes. Los is coming up. I'm sorry to say Long Beach. I know I love Long Beach. I get my law. But there's a lot of places in Long Beach closing down because I don't know what the fuck's going on. So Mega Man is going to East Los a lot of the times. 
but I will come back if they open more shops. Um, are there any shout outs you want to do? East LA barbecue. Like, yeah, you go to, you go to Chelas, uh, then dudefromla.com, Sarah's Market, A's Barbecue. Make sure to check everybody out. <laughs> Peace. Peace. And um, one last thing. Um, where can they reach you at? Any- dudefromla.com is the best way to, like, throw me some freaking strides. But for sure. Uh, In- Instagram? Do- Instagram, at dudefromlosangeles. Mm-hmm. You'll find me. I'll put all that stuff on. Yeah, um, yeah. Glad to have you on. Um, it was yeah, an man, honor. You promote me, man, dude. You, it was great being here. Oh, you have. Oh, you, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not ready, dog. I'm not leaving yet. Once this podcast is up on Sunday, I'm gonna push this fucking hard. It's so crazy, dude. Hard. I got lucky, man. I got lucky. I met you. I love you, dude. When when I have a podcast on, when I have a guest on, they're family automatically. And when I have them, dude, it's like family. I get to know them and whatever stuff that they have going on in the future or down the road um mega man is going to support them no matter what and follow this guy sergio dude from los angeles podcast i highly recommend it this guy is very humble you know super cool he has a good vibe he, he he loves la and that's one of the reasons why we feed off each other like i did this podcast he did mine and it's an honor he hooked me up with some good crappers. I hooked them up with mine shots from Mo from Craft Beer Kings mm. and everything, and Sandbox Brewery. Um, <coughs> um, where can they meet you at on on your? Uh, where can they find your episodes at? Instagram, man. Oh, well, you know what? No, I'm sorry. Uh, iTunes. Go to uh-huh. iTunes. Do from yeah. Los Angeles. Uh huh. Look them up there. Uh, if you want the first fifty episodes, go to Dude from LA. Uh-huh. Uh, on, on every other platform, but go to dudefromla.com and mm-hmm. find all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get it's free. Mm-hmm. Download it. You know, mm-hmm. listen to it, man. Listen to it because it's kind of like yeah, I'm, I'm just like you, man. I, I went to Kennedy Elementary, Belvedere Middle School, Garfield High School. I'm, I'm a fucking beaner like y'all motherfuckers, man. But yeah. we're, we're all we're I think we're all the same. Honestly, I think we're all the same. We all like we all like fancy shit from time to time. We're all cool. We all want to have carne asada on Sundays. And we all skateboarded at some point in our lives. Uh, Mega Man is too scared to skate skateboard because I feel like I'm going to break my leg. But I got one it. in the truck. I got one in the truck see, for see you. What, see, what, see, people? See? See? <laughs> I got to do it somehow. But, like, do it now. but follow him on on Instagram and on iTunes. Dudes from Los Angeles Podcast. Um, rate and review him. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Check him out. He's very underrated. I like his vibe and everything. You know how my audience are. I'm very blunt. Follow him. I love this guy. He's very cool and I like his personality. Um, you can follow me at the at Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero. Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man. I know it, Mega Man. Uh, Instagram <laughs> at the Mega Man's Podcast. Um, on iTunes, rate and review. You can reach me on all platforms. If you have a problem trying to find my podcast, it won't be included on SoundCloud because there are some little situations on there because some stuff is not getting pulled or some stuff is not getting like going through. So just DM me and I'll let you know. There's 11 platforms, but other than that, guys, um, I just want to thank Sergio from his podcast for doing it. And I'm honored for all the craft beers and everything. Other than that, guys, um, 
Enjoy your weekend. TJIF Friday. I probably will put this podcast out maybe Saturday morning. Other than that, guys, Surge is out. Mega Man's out. We're out. Peace. Peace.